Modified Podcast Activate. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 65 of Lost in Translation Mod. I'm May. And I'm Jay. This week we watched Duel with the Deva. Or Chase the Blue Card, Lightning Rapid Mon. For starters, where was the chasing in this episode? None. Yeah, but we'll get to that. Like, I, I just want to point that out. There was no chasing in the episode. It was lie. Also, Jewel with the Deva implies one Deva. Uh, Deva could be like sheep. Like it's a plural and a singular. Okay, okay. You want you you win this round. It could be the twelve Deva. It's probably Deva's. Yeah, the dark Deva. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and the second episode that we watched was called Digital Beauty or Beautiful Evolution Talmon, who dances in the moonlight. For Digi News this week, first of all, we have our Digimon Adventure dub trailer that was released, and it had the it was this is what was previously seen at the convention, but now we have it online, so we watched it. Was and it, was it just the intro? It was the one that we watched the Digi one. That is so bad. I find that the music is very busy. It doesn't matter how busy it is. It's just this repetition of da 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 Digimon da 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 Digimon. It's trying to be like it was in like in the original, I think. But like, you know what was descriptive of the show? Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Yeah, they said it 1800 times, but they didn't just say Digimon 1800 times. At least they said something. Then they digivolved into champions. They digivolved into ultimate. And they did other stuff. This thing... There's a couple lines like near the end, but really the whole thing's mind numbing. Yeah. If I was if I was a lapsed fan who didn't watch the Japanese, right, and I and then I saw this, I wouldn't want to watch it. If I wasn't like immediately wowed by the the animation, this theme would tell me this is not worth watching. Though it might be really hard for us to watch the dub though because it's been announced in American cinemas, I believe UK, but none none from Australia. I think you've heard of Torrance, have you not? Oh, oh, okay. I guess we could do that. But I just... Because I, I tweeted the Aster and said, hey, you're going to be doing this thing, and they never replied. That's because they're run by Palace now, and they have self-respect. Mm. But, like, if it's going to be somewhere, it would be at the Aster, right? Not necessarily. Like, I don't know. If, the Killing Joke was probably playing at the Aster, but it was just a lot of select cinemas. Like, the classic played some stuff. That said, the Killing Madoka? Joke was terrible. Who did the Madoka movie? No clue. That was one in the city, I think. I can't remember. But anyway, like, I hope that it's it comes here and we can watch it, because I, I will go there. I will make Jay. I'll probably have to pay for him, but whatever. You would. I'm not paying for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But hopefully it's good. And speaking of the tri-dub, Joshua Seth has been confirmed to be Ty, even though he was kind of he was kind of trolling and baiting that he was doing it, because he kept on, like, retweeting things like, hmm, apparently there's going to be a new Digimon movie. So wait, wait, wait. What you're saying is that the guy who said he would do it is confirmed that he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. There's no trolling when he says, I'm voicing this character. No, no, he, he hadn't really said that previously. He's he, Before... I've noticed several things, including the voice of Ty. Before the dub was announced, he was always saying, well, if I'm asked to do the dub, I will do it. But then when there was actually news about the dub, Joshua Seth kept on like retweeting things and saying, hmm, apparently this is a thing. Should I do it? <laughs> Maybe... Even though obviously he was already in the role. No, I mean, like this one... He, re- he retweets, like, an article, the voice actors for the dub will not be paid. He's like, hmm, you know, I didn't think anything could kill my enthusiasm for this. 
I, I, I dub Digimon for free. Yeah, and I'd be embarrassed for you. I know, I, I just do it just to be in Digimon, to be honest. But that's because you're not a voice actor. I know. I mean, it could be if I No, like, if you, were, if, you, if you were invited to work on a Digimon game, and then it took, the production took, how long do you think of this voice acting like gig would last? Weeks? I've, I've heard like they can knock out voice, like, voice actors in a matter of a week or so, I okay. guess. Okay, so it's a week. Let's pretend. Yeah. If you were told, okay, we're going to work on this Digimon game. Work for us for a week. We will not pay you. Would you do it? I think I would prefer to be actually actively known as a character in Digimon rather than a game. Oh, developer. you get it in the credits. It might say like you're among the five lead designers. You were like the first people I know, but, in the like, credits. No one, no one pays attention to the credits. People listen to voices and they recognize voices and they link names to that voice. No one. I don't. Tends to link. <laughs> Link developers to a game. Like I don't know any any developers on any games that I played. I know I know the company names. I'm about to make. I was about to make an example, but now I can't. I know indie What's developer's his name? name. I know oh not. I know Notch from Mojang, but that's about it. Oh my god! But What's that's his because name? he's actually a person outside of that. Um. Oh, Phil god. Fish. No, the um, Japanese one. Which it's which really one? Oh, that narrows it down. It's really embarrassing because I love it so much. What's his name? Oh, I mean, the Sakurai, obviously, for yeah, Smash Bros. Yeah, obviously, but, but he's like a also a personality. Also, Nintendo is a bigger thing. Oh my god, the guy who does Metal Gear. This is really embarrassing. Well, well done for just proving my point, by What's the way. What's his name? No, I love him so much. Oh my god, I used... Nope. Miz... No. Miz Dow, yep. No, not Miyazaki. No. Oh, I'm, good. I'm dying. I'm actually dying. Should we go into the rest of the news? Can you Google this for me right now? It needs... Because I want to prove my point, but I can't. What's his name? Kojima. Oh, I love Hideo oh, Kojima. K- Kojima. <laughs> oh Miyazaki. F***ing fantastic. Oh my- yeah, Hideo Kojima's really great. There are some creators who get known, but it's not a lot. Because you kind of also have to have a personality. Wow, Hideo Kojima's actually not... I. Oh, that was like 2010, though. That's only six years. He's also, he's looking- Japanese, so they don't age. Yeah, he's looking pretty good for at the point that that photo was taken. He was in his late 40s, looking pretty... He look- he's looking like a 12-year-old. He looks pretty good in Metal Gear Solid Five, where he appears. I think it might have only been Ground Zeroes, but they did model him. Yeah. And they gave his glasses a subtitle. That's beautiful. <laughs> I don't know why he has this weird thing with glasses, and occasionally in the game someone will put on a pair of glasses, and it will just say, like, the brand and type they are. It's like the weirdest product placement. The next bit of Digi News is that a mystery ca- a character was shown, and the mystery character looks like... It looks like... This. That's the mystery character. So that's just Ken. And it, but it, um, it's, he's called the Mystery Man. Boo! It's Ken with Ty's hair. You know what it is? Ken and Ty um, jog-rest in a different universe and became that thing. But it's if, if it is the Kaiser, it's, it's super weird that they've called him a mystery man. Yes, it's weird the way they're treating this. But also the voice actor totally lied to you about whether or not they'd be in the show. Also, the trailers lie to you about the content. Nothing they say now is is true, I feel mm. like. I feel like everything they're saying is there to misdirect you. Like, that, that's very strange for, you know, Japanese media, which is, and they're usually like, that they show you what's going to happen, but they don't show you how it's going to happen. So this is very different from the usual approach. It is very strange. Which which I, I like, because, you know, it adds some suspense. It's showing, you know, not it's sort of leading you to think one way. It's giving you red herrings. No, I'm, I, I, I'm for this. I'm waiting for, like, the final boss to be red herring, Mon. It could be. It's just a Pokemon again. Ugh. Again, a Poplimon. A Poplimon. A Poplimon. And we also got a Q&A 
from the the magazine and uh, the Annie Manga magazine, and it was with the staff. And they didn't really answer many questions. They gave us some new information, such as Mako and Makumon have been together since. Like Ty and the children have been with their Digimon. What? Why? Apparently. Well, they're not. But that means she should have been around in the world tour. But I know. But I also think that. This gives some wrong information. So it says, Mako's Digivice are the same model as Taichi and the parties, and she's also the same age. Based on that, I'm sure we can theorise that they've been partners for about the same amount of time. No, she would have been in the world tour. That's a lie. Yes, and also, we know that they can't be... That they, could, they could have been after because there were the kids in the world tour who got their Digivice after the, the original children. Yeah, the D3 was not based on time. It was based on needing yep. to armor evolve. So I'm not sure how correct this information is rather than just being people having their own theories. Oh, so we extrapolate out from that. That means they're the only five D3s that exist. Yeah. Wait, yeah. five? Yeah, yeah, five. I can count. Yeah, five. Five. Oh, yeah, because Ken's not on that. Yep, yep, yep. Just for me to count Willis and Ken's place. Another one that's interesting was, were the kids that were defeated in Chapter 1, Daisuke Motomiya and the party from Zero Two? It says, that's right, that that wasn't delusion or something that happened in an imaginary world. Daisuke and party were defeated <sighs> due to some reason. Some sort of reason. What's Kakihara? That's the person's name who, who gave that oh, information. I thought Kakihara was the reason, just not translated. No. I bet they lost a game of soccer. I kind of want it to be either the most crushing, like, soul-saddening thing ever, or I want it to be something really, really dumb and silly. Another question was, is Matt's band really that popular? And says, no. It seems like they have enough popularity to perform a one-man live performance, as shown on the face of the ticket for KOD in Chapter 1. The previous band, Teenage Wolves, has temporarily disbanded, but there's also a possibility that they will regroup as well. Therefore, a song related to the Teenage Wolves will be featured in Chapter 3. So, but like, we know that Matt's popular. They sold out like a stadium once. Yeah. There was, there was like, there oh, yeah, was like at least two. a thousand yeah. people in there. Yeah, that was huge. And so I, I, I won't go through all this information. I was just picking the bit, the few bits that are inf- um, interesting. I will link those in the, in the link dump below or linked in the description depending on where you're listening to this. On to Lost News Lately Mon. First of all, we released a toy similar to Pokemon Go video. Jay, didn't watch it. Yeah, Jay hasn't watched it yet. But uh, yeah, so that's that's something that I recorded. Um, I I tried something new. I didn't put in an intro and outro because I recorded it on my phone and I uploaded it from my phone. Um, but the phone has actually a better camera than my ca- my video camera, my HD video camera. So uh, hey, at least you managed to name it. Have I ever told you about um, Scott Steiner, the wrestler's YouTube channel? What? <laughs> his videos on his official YouTube channel are like Scott Steiner Fitness Video dot Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I know, I love it. I'm the genetic freak. I just upload straight from iMovie. I don't know how to change the name. But it literally gives you that option. I, no, not from iMovie. Um, from I don't know whatever the from, other thing is that's cheap, that's free. Windows Movie Maker. I don't know. The YouTube, I guess, but the YouTube app does ask you for a name though. Mm-hmm. I guess if you just upload it, I guess. Uh. I did not see that. Because I'm a genetic freak. Our last bit of Lost News Lately, Mon, is that DigiNews will now be before Obnoxious Synopsis. So, obviously, you've already noticed that DigiNews is here and you haven't listened to Obnoxious Synopsis yet because that's now later. So, good news. We've changed that. Yeah. So, this is uh, thanks to Patreon supporter Chakmon who suggested this. And I never really thought about the order, but that makes complete sense. So, now we'll go intro, DigiNews, Obnoxious Synopsis, then on to the episodes. 
And that has a much better flow. Obnoxious synopsis? Let's go. I think that's how I ended the obnoxious synopsis too. Probably. You always end it like that. I do not. Sometimes I like, answer the show. The first episode that we're watching this week is called Duel with the Deva or Chase the Blue Card, Lightning Rapidmon. What do you think will happen in this episode? So there's only a few indications I have, which the obvious ones are A, the blue card shows up, B, that means that there's another perfect evolution, which is what this Lightning Rapidmon is, and the indications are, and also because I kind of knew what Rapidmon was already, that Gargamon evolves at some point. Well, you saw the the Digimental Miracles Rapidmon. Yeah, and then they fight... A, um, a div- Although that Rapidmon was gold. Yeah. Do you think this one won't be gold? I think it'll be green, because it's in the opening. Oh, okay. Good point. <laughs> I got spoiled, man. Yeah, that's um, right. I forgot also, the opening It has that. the big smiley faces on its missiles. It looks kind of dumb. Does um, it? I bit. can't remember. Anyway, and then they, they duel one of the, the devas. The dark devas of destruction. <laughs> um, however, I want to venture a guess a bit further than that, because yep. none of the other episodes that have blue cards in them mention the blue cards in the name. And there's a chase of some description, I don't really know what that means, but what I think it will do in this episode is we'll start investigating what the blue cards actually are. They're not going to just remain a huge mystery the entire time. So people start theorizing what they are, maybe we'll actually find something out. Right, and do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? I always think when they introduce the origin of a new mechanic that it could just be really, really stupid. Like, Armor Evolution was really dumb. So if this is anything like that, that would be annoying. My favourite part was when Qinglongmon came down and said, yes, it was just all luck. <laughs> like, we, we set them out and it was just luck that you had the D-terminals. So they basically didn't explain why the D-terminals were there. They just said, oh yeah, um, plot, I guess. <laughs> I like when he came down and said, okay, we gave you armor evolution, even though we could have given you these orbs that make you perfect evolve from the beginning. Just chose not to. Because plot. Yeah. Do you think it'll be a good episode? I think it probably will be. I, it's going to be um, Terrymon focused, so yes. Do you think it's going to be sassy? Yes. What do you think you'll rate the episode? Um, like an eight. What? What? Well, actually, I forgot. There's nothing that would really annoy me really, really bad. Yeah. Is if Rapidmon is not psycho. I would be really frustrated if Rapidmon, like once you just got old enough, like it just calmed down because it's just older or mm-hmm. you know, it's just higher evolution. Like Terramon's the guy that the more power you give him, the more you should be worried. Mm. Right. Anything else about that episode? Nah. The second episode that we're watching this week is called Digital Beauty or Beautiful Evolution. Taomon who dances in the moonlight. What do you think will happen this episode? It's weird that its name is Taomon and we have a Tailmon. But anyway, um, yeah, I, th- I think. Hold on, I had an idea about this. I'm gonna look at my notes here, actually. Okay, so I mean, obviously, Renamon evolves. That one's really obvious. Yeah. Um, but there's really, it's really hard to get a lot out of this, except that obviously it focuses on the idea of beauty, which is interesting because obviously that's never been particularly Renamon's arc. What I identified is that it's been the like the place that would come into effect in the story as it stands is Ruki's mom, who is a model. And was it just in the English when the mom was like, hey, you should model with me? In the original, she straight up said, hey, we have a photo shoot coming up. Okay, so yeah, Rika does also do modeling, or Ruki does modeling stuff as well. So I could see that being a well, part of the episode. It's not really said if, if Ruki does or her mother just you said She said it. we. Yeah. So I could see it, and like as like a weird bonding thing, because I don't know if his mom's not very good at it. Yeah. I could I could see it being something to do with that. Also, I saw what what um, Talmon looks like. It has a giant paintbrush. Oh yeah, because I, I I I posted the the, the logo for it's this week's stupid. episode. It's real bad. You've also seen the figure because I have a figure of uh, Cubimon evolving into Talmon. 
What? No, you don't. Yes, I do. It's, it's one of my evolving figures. Well, no, you don't. I've never seen that. I'll show, I'll show you after. I'm okay with you not, though. I'll, I'll show you anyway. I really... Do you think anything will annoy you in this episode? I don't really like... I don't really like Rookie's mom, and I know you like you kind of you're not even really meant to. So you you don't say she's got it going on. I don't, Rookie's mom has, has got, got it. Going. She would though. She's a model. Yeah. Um. But no, for, seriously. Like I feel like it's just going to be pretty awkward a lot of the time. And if I don't find the mom annoying, I'm going to find Rookie's rejection of her goodwill annoying. Do you think Talmon's going to have have it going on? Talmon has got it going on. It's going to have a giant on. paintbrush. I don't know about you, but that's pretty much the hardest thing that anyone can have. It's a huge paintbrush. Do you think it'll be a good episode? I don't really, honestly. I don't think it will be. What rating do you think you'll give it? I guess the six, which is a uh, which is which is low for this show. Yeah, that is that is pretty low. That's like it's still you know, it was it's above average for O two. It still is bad for this 10. show. Anything else you want to say about this episode, or just onto the show? Let's go. Onto the show. Let's go. Jewel with the Deva or Chase a Blue Card Lightning Rapidmon starts with a random kid opening a booster pack and then an adult walks past him and bumps into him and a card is dropped into his card pile. He but then picks up his card and he says, where did this one come from? He also says, like, I've never seen this one before. And then it hovers on it. And it's weird because it's all in Japanese and there's a picture that's just pretty innocuous. At which point I have to think, who is this scene for? The only way that you could have any kind of reaction to what this kid is saying, because otherwise he seems just kind of stupid, is to know literally what every card in that game looks like. Unless he hasn't actually opened a booster pack and he's just looking at his card collection, but I was pretty sure that he opened a booster pack. Yeah, I got the, I got the sense of that as well. Or, like, or he possibly just traded yeah. a bunch of cards. Well, he, or he just got some new cards, so maybe he bought some cards from a store, but for some reason I thought he opened a booster pack. However, because of the reactions of every other person who sees it, that card no one's ever like heard of before either. Yeah. So I don't know if the text on it's any weird because it, well, I didn't get a translation. I think of it. it's a real card in real life though. Then why is they all having this reaction to it? Everyone's like, I've never seen no, this in, card in, before, in ori- so I don't care. In the original, they say, oh, that's a um, a rare card. Well, they, they they do say that. Yeah. Which brings me to um like card games back in the day must have been so wild. Yeah. Like the ability because nowadays for people who like are really into card games, you know every card that's in a new set. Yeah. But imagine it being in a place where someone brings a card up to you and you're like, what is that? Yeah. I've never, like, not only have I never heard of it before, but I, until today, I did not think this thing existed. I thought I had an encyclopedic knowledge of this game and someone has sat down and played a card that I couldn't have possibly known about. Yeah. Because they were just rare and you didn't know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Imagine being in a world where you don't know what Digimon is, and you can go about your day having a good time, not being bothered by Digi stuff. Digi stuff. I would be so happy. In the dub, (laughs) the kid says that he wants to get rid of it because it means he has eight cards and not seven, because he wants to have lucky seven cards. No. And I'm not sure how much sense this line makes to me. No, I was pretty sure he said, like, wait, in the dub. In the dub, it makes no sense, because he's like, oh, no, I only wanted seven cards. Yeah, yeah, the seven and eight lucky number business, I just didn't follow it all. Does that mean he only wants to own seven cards from Digimon? I don't know. Like, he doesn't have a deck, he just has seven cards? Yeah, I guess. I know, it got it was, it was weird. Yeah, lucky seven, alright. In the dub, they give him the name Jeremy, because they, for some reason, make him one of the character's friends. But in the original, he's not actually their friend, he's just a kid. Yeah, he's just a random. Yeah, he's just a random, and that, that's why they have to look for him later on in the episode, because they don't know who he is. And it's really, that really random montage that yeah. is, like, five seconds It's long. really cute, because Takato's happy. <laughs> 
So Kenta trades it from from the kid, and then he gives it to Jen. Jen swipes it and finds out that it's a blue card. In the dub, they're discussing a bit before, and they say they discuss, oh, is it fake? And then they say how it's stupid and it's a bad card, and that's why he gives it to Henry because for some reason Kenta and Kazu always give bad cards to their friends. What's with that? Like, okay, I mean, mm. it's clearly him being generous in the original because he's like, this is a rare card. Here you go. I don't really need it. I never really felt that way. I always felt like uh, it was like none of us actually know what this is, so we don't care. Yeah, but it's it's still a nice action rather than this is a stupid and useless card and it's dumb. Like, Here feel, you can have it. I feel like rare card wasn't a statement of fact it was a theory it was a theory like i've never heard of this it must be rare yeah because there are rare cards but why are they so impressed by them mm. if you open a boost pack you'll get one when jen swipes the card it becomes a blue card and is like oh a blue card it doesn't make any sense why was it shaped like a different card in the first place when takato found his it was just kind of lying on the ground in front of him why did this one get disguised well originally when they first got their first blue cards they were disguised as another card Takata's wasn't. Also, it just fell out of a box. Also, that weird man in the yellow in the yellow coat who may, who might be Hiyamaki, We're not quite sure. Snuck it in, so maybe he put some magic on it. Also, spoiler: in the next episode, there is a blue card, and it also doesn't show up in a weird circumstance. It just is there. Yeah. So Jens is the only one, at least in this new set of evolutions, that got to him by a strange like machination. Yeah, and he also has it the whole time, basically through the episode. It, it's completely nonsensical. Mm. Why his story is so different, mm. and it's it, in effect, it's not different at all. But oh, there is a chase, but it's reverse. They're chasing down, like, the kid for information. Yeah, but it's not chase the blue card. No. It's chase the blue card, information chase about the blue card. Chase might be a mistranslation. Chase might mean something different, if that specific word. We cut to Jen's house, and Susie is playing with hats with her mum, and her dad comes home, and she runs up to him, and she says, Look, look, Dad, I'm a princess with a hat. And then she and then he agrees with her. In the dub, she's a lot less articulate, and she um, she runs up to him and just and says, "Am I pretty?" And then the dad says, "Yes, pretty as a princess." I don't understand. Why would you be a princess with a hat? I mean, like you. Can I know. A, I think it's cute. You can have a tiara or something, but a hat doesn't make you a princess. I couldn't just go out and grab one of your hats and be a princess. I, know, I think it's just two different two statements. Like she's a princess and she's wearing a hat. I really thought the hat was a qualifying factor. No, I think I think she's just saying... Because, okay, when I was little, I used to run around with fairy wings and gumboots. And there were Thomas the Tank Engine gumboots. That doesn't sound like you at all. Are you sure? Pink fairy wings? That's not you. Oh, they weren't pink. They were purple. Oh, close enough. That, that sounds like more Yeah. Like no, but there was... <laughs> No, I was running around, and I was, you know, I was a fairy with wellies on. And you're like, look, Dad, I'm a fairy, no, I'm a princess with gloves. <laughs> no, with wellies. I'm a princess, and I'm looking at a bee. <laughs> oh, God, a bee! <laughs> Jen's also home, and he asks his dad for a favor. Jen's dad is, and then they're, they're in the uh, computer room, and Jen's dad is about to ask him if he's too old for something, and that's presumably Terriamon, yeah, as in he's the like toy. A, yeah, like a stuffed animal. In the dub, when the, this pause sort of slightly awkward moment, it's just him brushing off Henry's questions about how, what, what this device is and where he got it from. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about the question of, aren't you too old for this? Then I'm scanning around this room a little bit. Stop looking at my phone. looking toys. around. You're what, twice as old as him? <laughs> twice as old. And then they scan the blue card in the reader. And Why does he have that card reader? Well, th- th- that's what he didn't want to answer. It's clearly something from his project when he was working on the Digimon project. But they didn't have cards in that project. They might have. But they didn't. This card game was clearly developed afterwards. Yeah. 
Well, I don't think he actually asked that much about it in the original, but he asked more about it in the dub. We get more information in the original, though, which is weird, considering. Mm. Then the children are searching for the one that traded him the card, because they don't know who he is, because he's not one of their friends. And Takato is so excited, and I really enjoy the scenes where they're on the train, and we have Jen, who's just kind of there, he's doing his job. Takato's just excited to be there. She's like, he's like, yeah, we're a team, and we're patrolling. This is great, we're working together. <laughs> he starts pulling out a little flag. Yeah. And Ruki's just sitting there being bored. And I think that's just... It's it's just really nice to see the three characters working together, but they all have their own sort of opinions. Like, Ruki's just kind of like, I guess I have to be here. And she's also though. like... I know, but she also wants to. As I said, friendship Sundera. <laughs> no, no, that's Impmon. They're both friendship Sunderas. Fair enough. And so in in the dub, they're looking for who gave the card to Jeremy, so they're looking more for information, but it's still weird that they just sort of... It's the end result's still the same because the animation's the same. And instead of that, they're not looking for Jeremy, they're looking for information, but they find Jeremy anyway. As the last resort. So it makes way less sense. It makes no sense in the dub that they, they could have just said he's just a random kid that you ran into because that happens. When you're playing a card game or, you know, Digimon or something, you might meet someone and you don't know who they are. You might not even know their name. No, no, no. That's stranger danger. We can't have the kids just interacting okay. with random kids they've never met before. Everyone they talk to has to have a name and then say something witty, mostly about their parents not being able to cook. Mm. So they do find him, and they ask, who gave it to you? And he says, well, I don't know, but I, I only got it after some guy bumped into me. Oh, a guy bumped into you. What was he like? Well, I have no idea, but I do remember something really important. And they're like, what is it? And he goes, well, he was dressed in yellow. Yeah, thanks, kid. So at the end tried. of the day, you got no information. Yeah. They, it, I feel like it's framed like that's really significant. Like, it cuts back, to, it cuts to the guy's apartment, and you see the yellow j- jacket or whatever. Yep. But even if he were to walk out right now, if he would have walked right past them at yeah. that exact moment, assuming Jeremy didn't know what his face looked like, just the dude in yellow, even after having just been told that, they would have no reason to look at him and be like, that's him. You got nothing. You Good got point. so nothing. Rookie's partially dressed in yellow. But what I kind of like is the kid doesn't really say much until Rookie threatens him. <laughs> and then, then he says, okay, the man was wearing yellow. And I, I like that, like, Ruki was previously saying, this is stupid, and Takata was being excited, and Ruki was just, like, looking like she was there and it was a chore and she didn't want to be there. But she sort of just emerged and, like, she, 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 she sat up and yells at him and then she gets information. So she clearly cares and it's really sweet. <laughs> Sorry, emerged is the funniest verb you could have used. Like, she fuses out of the ground. Just, tell us what we want to know or I break your knees. I believe we cut to Jen's dad on the roof doing really grunty Tai Chi. And he's imagining pixel monsters, which is a lot like Oikawa's flashbacks in O2. Yeah, it did remind me a bit of when Oikawa was saying, I used to play this game. Could- you can't stop me, I wouldn't let you. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, what's this? Wait, what's- Why are they going on a train? I can't remember. No, that was when they were getting Jeremy. There's a really funny line yep. that Terrymon, that Gilmon and Terrymon have an exchange. Gilmon says, you're really lucky, Terrymon, saying that because he can go on a train. Terrymon goes, I know. <laughs> Such an asshole. I love that stupid rabbit. Yeah. And, but I'm pretty sure on the dub he says something along the lines of like, I wouldn't call it luck. Because <laughs> sassy rabbit, I guess. Oh, he's so sass. So good. When Jen is doing these Tai Chi moves, he gets memories of working on Digimon when he was young. In the dub, he's talking during this time and he says how simple life was back then and how he wasn't entirely sure why the project was shut down when they had come so far. He's also upset that he's lying to his son about it. And 
We find out later on in the original version that their project was shut down because they couldn't find a sponsor and they didn't have any funding. So they straight up give a reason of why the funding was cut, and he knows very well why it was cut. And even in the dub, they said something about a sponsor. It's not as in-depth, but they still have a reason. So it just seems that this bit sounds kind of weird. And also, I liked that it was it was more mysterious in the original. When it was it, silent. There, there's silence. We, we're like, <clears throat> what, what is he doing? What's happening? And then we find out at the end of the episode, that's what's happening. It's actually really weird as well, because um, something also key difference here. First of all, between we were we ran out of money, basically, yeah. and we got shut down, I don't know why. Oh, no. And the Japanese one where he says, everything we did was open source. Yeah. So when we shut it down, other people picked it up, and that's why it got really popular. And I think I'm really proud that I, uh, I helped build this. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's really interesting. Mm. In English, it was, we got shut down, then someone stole all our, all our ideas and yeah. made us, and they're millionaires, and I didn't get, I didn't get no credit. Yeah, yeah and they said, yeah, they didn't get credit. So he sounds, like, really wronged, rather than, like, humbly proud about it. Yeah. And it also, it just, it is, uh, back, back to this point, it is weird that they give us this part twice in the dub. They give it at the start, this part in the episode, and then they give it again at the end of the episode with a very similar explanation. It's like they, um, it's it's almost like the scriptwriter was watching through and doing the translation, mm. and then, you know, because it's the English when he goes, okay, this is pretty quiet here, I'm probably going to put in some lines. Uh, yeah. Well, we know the explanation is this, so I'll just put it through here, because he just remembers really vaguely. Um, and then he gets to the end, he goes, hmm, it's kind of the same. Oh well, <laughs> just, just translate it through. But remove all that stuff where he seems like a good person, and instead make him just bitter and old. Yeah. Anyway, so when when the kids are walking around, Itmon shows up, and Terrymon in the dub really, really wants to fight. He's sort of like kind of not really caring so much in the original, but in the dub, he's like, "Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I fight him, Henry? 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 Can I fight him, please? Can I? Can I? Can I?" I, I, can I? Fight Itmon. Yeah. Itmon, but like in both, Itmon's challenging him, and Terrymon, in more or less, is like, "Hey, Jan." You mind? Just gonna, just gonna kick this guy's ass again. Yeah. But the fact that he's asking at all is really interesting. Because he values his partner's like permission, and it's that's really sweet. So they talk briefly, and uh, Impmon pulls out a helicopter head and b wing-eared weenie. What? Those are the two insults he throws at Terry. Oh, really? Wow. That's helicopter beautiful. head and wing-eared weenie. No pineapple head though. No, no pineapple head. That really should be for Rookie, but isn't. It isn't. It's for Grailmon <laughs> for some reason. I guess he's got fuzz on his head a bit. Gilmon doesn't. I think he that's called Gilmon first. That's fair. He's got spikes around the side of his. Oh, I don't know. It's stupid. Rookie's pineapple head, if anything. Yeah, and her Digimon's yellow. I know. Ah. Ah. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> what's it called? Um, Jen's dad shows up because he turned back on his way to work, I think, because he forgot his cell phone. Yeah. And he walks back through the park, and there's Jen with Terrymon, who is moving, and Itmon's there throwing fireballs at him. And uh, Jen's dad sees, you know, the Digimon are alive entirely by accident. And he's like, I always knew it. Um, Imon throws some fireballs at him. They run Imon off. And then Jen's dad just says the funniest thing, which is like, we need to talk. And they all go, ah, and just run. And you know what Hen- but, but you know what Henry says, right? I don't remember. You can stop me, I won't let you! <laughs> they just all like, immediately book it. Yeah, they run away. He's probably being... He's, he doesn't seem angry at them. He's like, we need to talk. Yeah, he's just like... They're like, whoa! He's like, I'm going to give you some information, but also there are Digimon here? <laughs> I always knew it. Um, we, cut to hip, we cut to Hypnos? Yep. And they're saying that uh, there are two entities coming through the Shagai hole. And which I thought was closed. The Shagai is just a hole that's... 
breaking the that's crossing the two worlds, and that they Digimon can come in through. I thought the Chang'e was something that they had invented and was closed after the um the first Deva was killed. Is it still there? I think it's just still open. Like I, mean, just, I think it, they just left it open, and just that's hovering why, above Tokyo, and that's why Yamaki had the temper tantrum. Like. If you were to look up currently while you're walking around, would you just see it? I don't think it's a visible hole. I think it's just like a portal, but I don't think you can see it. Ah, it's one of those invisible holes. You know, the plot ones. Ah. The ones that just have a plot. Yeah. They can just be convenient. There's There's so many of them. They're so convenient. Um, Anyway, so they they say that they're ready to launch Yugoth again if need be. So, yeah, even though it's really, really ineffective. Well, it blew up the, uh, that thing that was... Trying to take Gilmon. I guess, but that was the one time and it hadn't even realised yet. Um, <clears throat> so the kids decide, okay, we're going to go to that place that, you know, Jeremy found the blue card. And we're going to ask around. Yep. Which, the, they can't pronounce at all They cannot in the pronounce in the English They're like, version. it's like, Akihabra. Akihabra. is one Akihabra. of them. <laughs> no, it's, um... Abracahabra. No, to be fair, I don't think I can pronounce it properly. I can't. Akihabara. Akihabara, yeah. Oh, Akihabara. AKB. Oh, no. Just call it AKB. AKB. Is that what they call it? Is that yeah, what the cool it's, kids it's call AK- it? It's what the otakus call it. That's awesome. Um, I learned that from Lucky Star. Oh, nice. So, there's something that, that really strikes me here. There are this, like, trading spot. You know, there's all the kids trading and everything, and they're just standing around, and they had to ask Jeremy where this was. Ruki is the Digimon queen. How does she not know where the local trading stuff is? I think there are different ones, and Jeremy was leading them towards the particular one it that It doesn't matter. To. She's the Digimon queen. She should have a broad knowledge of, like, the Digimon trading stuff going on. I still think it's because Jeremy's showing them the exact location where the man was. Yeah, but because the, because that's where he was when he was trading cards, and that's where these people are. They're trading now, day, like a day later. That means this is a well-known spot. Mm. This isn't his spot where he got one particular trade. This is where Digimon trading happens. Mm. Okay, that's And obviously... Fair. Also, because he opened a boost packs where you can buy cards, she should know this place. Yeah, good point. But also plot convenience. If you ask me where the like magic game shops are in Melbourne, I can tell you. Yeah, but not with one with the man in yellow. No, that's true. But like when they, they shouldn't have to ask him where to go, mm. right? And they shouldn't have to stand there awkwardly. She should be able to move around, and ask questions. She's famous. People yeah. know her. They should be able to, like, oh, yeah, Digimon Queen, sure, Man in Yellow, I remember that They're guy. They're not being recognised in the streets anymore, so it's almost like that was just a plot convenient thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's plot inconvenient. Yeah. They were like, wait a minute, we can't have one of our characters be recognisable at all times. Yeah. Like how no one looks at Davis, not Davis, God, no one looks at Takato anymore and is like, you have a Digimon! We just forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Ever since they went to camp and everyone kind of got tired it's of It's not them. relevant, who cares? Digimon is so yesterday now. These real, literal monsters aren't are no longer yeah. So the two Digimon show up, and it's a sheep and a bull. Yay. Because... I hope that was, that was a ram, but I guess it's either one in the Zodiac, right? It's a shop, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> shop. And it's so, it's so fat. I love it. I love, I love Pachiramon so much. I don't have a screenshot of the week, I just realised. I asked you. <laughs> I know you did. And you were like, stop, stop asking me questions about and Digimon. I, and I I'll watched, get it to you. And I was watching them, and I was like... I can't think... Besides the hammer that you picked, I couldn't see anything that I thought was that okay, interesting. Okay, you can pick the hammer and I'll pick another one then. No, 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 I have fine. another. It's I have fine. another one, it's oh, fine. Oh, you do? Then use your I backup. I have another one. Then take the backup, please. So you can have hammer. You can Yay. have hammer bun. All right. <laughs> Woohoo! and Vajiramon start eating electronic stuff and it's because they need to stabilize. That's... It's the stupidest thing ever. You do not get data by eating a CD. Mm, they may as well. Because you have to scan Looks them cool. with, spe- with specific technology. Also, he's eating like like a mouse. Yeah, he's hungry. A mouse um, wouldn't have any data in it. Um, um, um. 
They're mainly eating CDs. So, no, no, they're not just eating CDs. People in the sheet begins to inhale them. Like, just breathing, and all these CDs are flying into their mouth, shrinking in size on the way. Now, what is different from usual digital fields and when Digimon realizes there are humans in this, there are other people. Awesome. And and one of them says in the dub, I'm never eating lamb chops again! <laughs> also, in this digital field, they chose where it was. Yep. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, so they go from here to here, and then it appears, and I just... That's a pretty cool mechanic. They basically choose where they want the digital field to be so they know where they can roam to stabilise. But if they could just be around there without the field, why couldn't they just, like, pick a way broader area? I think it still has to be limited. Maybe. Um, and also, like, when they were doing that running past each other thing and, to, like, picking the sides, I really thought they were about to, like, have a joust. Yeah. Because they're both four-legged and they kind of, they looked like they were about to challenge each other and then they just started eating things. Like, yeah. oh, I thought this was the duel. It was still pretty cool, though. <clears throat> Pajiramon goes, meh. And, like, it's obviously a big, like, sonic wave or something. It puts people to sleep. But it's, or, I think it looks like it's knocking them out. Yeah. But it, it... <laughs> First of all, only the kids have the have the state of uh, the presence of mind to cover their ears, which was enough to not make them not knocked out. Yep. No one else thought of that. Yeah, because who's smarter than a bunch of ten year olds, right? Exactly, um, and they're um. Oh god, was just the the sound is so nothing. When you think of a sonic screech, you think of like a bat or like anything, not just meh. It's not even a good sheep noise. There's no like ululation of the sheep noise, like meh, like you'd expect. Yeah. I don't know. The sheep is terrible. That's really. At least not bad talk, my my short. It's a bad short. Not a bad short. It's a fat short. Also, did you notice that their digivices scanned both of them immediately? Yes, it's very convenient, isn't it? What? What's the? Why were they ever delayed? Because it was convenient for the plot. Like in the first episode, fine, there was something to it. The worst was when they stare at the digivice for three seconds and it's just blank. And in the dub, the cutter was like, "Come on, come on, come on!" Oh, there it goes. Yay! It was like, awkward. Now. I feel like they were trying to make it consistent, and then realized that they were just making it awkward by having the pause. So they got rid of the pause. It's still. Like, I think they feel like they wanted to keep it for the first few episodes, and they realized that they were doing nothing with it, and they weren't doing it as well as in the first episode, the first Daver episode. I mean, the Davers then ask Renamon and Terriamon their names, and in the original they say, um, you know, I'm Renamon, I'm Terriamon, it's fine. In the dub, they just straight up refuse to give their names for some reason. Then the Davis says that they're going to um, load their data so they can become stronger and evolve. Then Terriamon evolves, but they still p- um, are able to pin Gargamon down. It's really, also, it's never a good sign when there's an evolution and they don't change the music at all. Yep. that's You just know it's going to end badly. Or they do have the music, and then we, they do keep the music in this in this scene, but it stops when Pajiramon starts stepping on Gargamon. Oh, it's really sad. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jen starts using cards over and over and over again. Yeah. And, like, he's he keeps getting his slash animation, and you get to see his weird Sentai stuff. Yeah. Over and, and over. And in the dub, it's awkward, because he goes he goes the weird ha-ha-ha noise. <laughs> yeah, every day. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha-
The only answer that you would have to you you do have to infer it for yourself is I believe in the next episode they use mm-hmm. ca- they use a bunch of cards as well and the Digimon get exhausted really quickly. Yep. However, I have to interpret that to mean that the cards are doing that, not that they're just losing the fight naturally. I thought it was just because they were losing the fight, but maybe it's because of the cards. Maybe yeah, that's the thing. You can have faith in the plot. There's a bit of a creepy line that happens <laughs> in, the, in the dub besides her ha ha. But you, um, when Gar- when Terrymon evolves to Gargomon, Renamon is still Renamon, and Vajiramon asks if she's going to evolve, and he's generally creepy about her being attractive. And he Renamon loves her. Yeah, and Renamon calls him a pig. He's not a pig though; he's a bull. I know, but he calls her. She calls him a pig, and it's fine. Then when Gargomon is under attack, Renamon comes in to save him, and then. Diamond Star! Don't do it! It's my job. Oh, they're friends! Isn't it nice? No, it is cute, but that's only in the dub, obviously. Yeah. Um, so Gagamon's getting stomped real bad. Yeah. And then eventually, Jen looks at his hand of cards and says, None of these will work! Wait a minute! No, sorry. No, he doesn't even say wait a minute. Takata goes, Hey, what about that blue one? And no, 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 no. Before that, he turns him to stone. I was going to say that, but it wasn't yeah. really important. And Takata keeps on handing him cards and they don't do much. In the dub, and this is something I really enjoyed... Henry's voice changes throughout each card slash. They do differentiate it a little bit between each one. Is that it becomes gradually more nervous? Is it card card slash? <laughs> and which I enjoy because it's 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 a lot better than just being. This is a static thing that always stays the same with the exact same emotion. He's getting nervous during this part, and he's he's losing faith in you know in himself. And he's like, Gargamon, Gargamon's going to be hurt. Shouldn't you be saying did you modify? Or do you mean the original? I'm saying in the dub. I forgot. Yeah. It's been a while. So in the dub, yeah, his voice keeps on changing. He's become he becomes more nervous. And maybe this it's the same in the original, but I I couldn't hear his voice change in the original. Also, another thing is Vajiramon continues to say how beautiful and pretty and feisty Renamon is in the dub. And it's just... Feisty is such a weird word nowadays, because it's meant to be nice. It's not, though. Yeah, it's never used nicely. Takata then suggests the blue card, because apparently Jen wouldn't think about it. It's been sitting in his hand the whole time. And I just have to feel like... I'm trying to think of an example. I guess you've got a hand of poker cards and you're just staring at the Joker. Like, yeah. oh, that won't do anything. And someone goes, no, in this game, that's wild. Oh, that's awesome. So he slashes it. Yep, and nothing happens. And he's like, oh, no. Then Kulimon's like, I'm here now. Woo! And then glows into the sky. And Takata, for the first time, kind of notices it because yeah. it wasn't a giant red sky laser before, and now it is. Yep. And Matrix Evolution. Yeah, and then Gargamon becomes Rapidmon. Gargamon's evolution to Rapidmon is kind of kind of crap. Yeah. The actual Rapidmon coming together bit is cool. I like that. It yep. just it, it pieces them together like a robot. Yeah. But my problem with it is that Gargamon is on screen and then just spirals off screen. Yeah. And then from a different direction they build Rapidmon. Yeah. I like the transformation. I want them to build on top of what's already there. And what this tells me is that they couldn't figure out how to turn this Digimon into that one. And that's sad. Yeah, they tried. They just didn't. Just strap metal to it. They didn't try. Just, just pile metal on. That's, if, it's fine. Or, but you have to you have to begin by stretching him. That's the problem, I think. We also get more bad CGI. It's old. It's not bad. It's fine for its time. It's better than a reboot. Rapidmon, by the way, is rapid. He's very I fast. I love that... Because I predicted the... Uh, the one of my problems with this might be that he becomes serious when he gets older. Yeah. He's still an asshole. No, no, of course he's. He's, 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 he's a crazy. Sonic. You're too slow. Yeah, 
You gotta go fast. In English, he will not shut up. And you know what? It's fine. It's, it's, I love it. Also, he plays soccer now. He shoots! He scores! Yeah, I, lo- I love the fact that Terry Mon's just hyper and, he- and now he's fast. And he's like, I'm fast and I have guns. So Terry Mon's just having a field day. He's like, look at me! I got rackets! Pajiramon then says that she will use his partner as a shield, but Rapidmon's too fast and destroys them, but want the... Vajiramon, which is the one that's being creepy to Renamon, stays behind and he starts following Renamon around. It's really, it's a genius move using the partners, especially if that's your political stance, that the partners are, like, damaged. Yeah, dangerous. they're the problem. The fact that they got to this so late is weird, right? Cause... Um, I think that's because these are the most sentient of the Davis we've had so far. We've had Tiger, didn't talk. Snake, I... didn't talk. Chicken, spoke through a... An owl. A, a, a creepy evangelist owl. The Davos! <laughs> I don't mean late in the Davis. I mean late... <laughs> oh, in Digimon. I mean, no, late in this fight. Oh. They should have done that from the beginning. Yeah, when they were still child it sounded, level, like, yeah. it sounded like it was a desperation move. Yeah. Even though it should, from their perspective, be the most obvious move to go to with at the beginning. Mm. Though it is also interesting to, to note that these are the first sentient <clears throat> Deva, sort of. I the mean, ones they, that communicated that seemed more than just a monster, because the snake was just a snake. The it was cat a big looked snake. intelligent. Yeah, but it didn't say anything. It didn't say anything, but it looked intelligent. I feel like it might have been the dub, because it's the dub, <clears throat> but I feel like the Mihiramon didn't, Mihiramon didn't say anything in the, it's in a the original. It's something Iramon. Yeah. Are they all like that, so far? Uh, okay, so we have Mihirumon, Sindiramon, Sinduramon, Pajiramon, Vajiramon. They all sound really similar. Yeah, which is kind of annoying. It makes, like, these two here, especially, I think there's, like, one letter. Is it just the first letter of the name change? Yep, I think so. It's like, it's like, it's Pajira and, like, Hajira. Oh, it's weird. Vajira, yeah. I couldn't tell the difference, basically, between the names. It's Pajamamon and Vegetamon. Yeah, Vegetamon! He always loses to make Goku look strong. After the fight, Jen's father tells Jen that he used to work on the Digimon project with his friends in university, and they said that the rule was survival of the strongest. Then they said that they had to pro- cancel the project because they couldn't find a sponsor. In the dub, it's because the sponsors cut their funding. Those are very different circumstances. Yeah. In And then he says that what, what you play with today is based off the Digimon that we created. It must be really sucked to, like, look around at a billion-dollar franchise and be like, I invented this and I have nothing to show for it. Yeah, basically. But it, and it, was, but it was open source, and he says that in the original. It was completely open source, so anyone could, could start working on it. Which is why he doesn't sound quite as sad in that one. But in English, he sounds really yeah, he, sad. He, sa- he doesn't sound sad. Anno- he sounds annoyed in English. He says, we didn't get credit for it. Like, he sounds... I mean, I would be upset if I invented Digimon. I'd be like, hey, hey, buddy, I invented this. And they're like, no, you didn't. And you're like, but 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 we have the money, so we invented it. I made this. I, I made this. this. Then he says that the, the blue card had Shibumi's code in it. I don't know what that is. It'll happen in the plot, hopefully. Also, I don't remember if we mentioned it, but when he does scan the blue card, he's the worst liar ever. He's a terrible liar. Uh oh, uh, it's nothing. I feel like he's more believable in the original. No, and there's because he has the he has the same moment of like yeah. oh oh there's there's definitely nothing on this I promise even though I went oh but in the dub it's like it's always more obvious that someone's lying or trying to hide something. It's like well um um we're not going to look at that anymore ha 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 ha. However, uh, you're a programmer, right? I, a pro- probably. Yeah, you you, you program I try. occasionally. 
I you've tried. programmed in teams. I've made even. an attempt, yes. So you've seen people's code, right? Yeah. What is, generally, first of all, the most obvious thing about some, uh, someone's code that you identified as theirs? Is it... When they write their name in the comments? So yeah. So it's, first of all, it's the comments, right? Yeah. Second of all, do you think that right now or in the future you could look at someone's style of code and think... Oh, I thought it was just his name that was in the code. No, no way. Because that's why his name showed up on the, in the... His name that's showed up on screen. Yeah, but his name showed up. No, I don't think the so. The word Shibumi showed up on the screen. No. In in the at the end of the episode when he says Shibumi's Shibumi no. showed up. No. I just thought his name just showed up I'm, in it. I'm certain he's talking about like the style of code like he recognizes. Or maybe it. it's not the style of code, it's just a portion of code that he wrote for the game that they were developing. Okay, but what I'm trying to say the project. is if you look at the stuff that appeared on screen, it was in, just in binary. Yeah. You're not gonna recognize a block of binary. You just believe the plot, okay? There's no chance you'd recognize a block of binary. You just believe the plot, alright. I know it's very plot convenient, but it's just It's insane. Then Vajiramon finds Renamon and Ruki and points at Renamon and then sig- signals that he wants to talk to her. Renamon says that there's, th- uh, there's things that only a Digimon can understand and then she leaves with him. At the end of the episode in the English version, Davis just said, well, I guess this will be hard for Rika to trust somebody. I'm like, um, did you previously just watch the past, like, five episodes, buddy? <laughs> like, oh, it gets worse at the end of the next one. Um, yeah. However... When he says, when, like, Renamon says there's things only a Digimon can understand, when you see the conversation, it is not only stuff that humans can understand, but it is all the same stuff that we've been talked about mm. in the other episodes by yeah. every other Deva. Oh my god. What do you think of this episode as someone who is new to Digimon? I don't think it was that good. I enjoyed Rapidmon being mean a little bit to Digimon. He's punching, but not... I don't feel like a lot happened. I don't feel like the plot of chasing a random card that became a blue card for no reason. It was particularly compelling. Mm. And at the end of the day, the information that you have that this storyline gave you over just the blue card appearing at random because they're known to do that is there is a man in yellow who might be able to distribute them accidentally. I liked the bit of backstory about Jen's dad, though. It's okay. That was, I think, the best part of the episode. I feel like that was always implied, though. We always knew he was involved in it. I know, but now we get a bit more information. We know that someone called Shibumi is in the mix. We don't know who Shibumi is. But just that, for some reason, his code is on the blue card, and it was presumably someone that Jen's dad used to work with. His name was Genai Shibumi. Why was Genai younger in 02? I still don't get it. Well, we're not talking about adventure anymore. We're, 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 we're safe from that now. I know. I'm so glad. Until try. No. I wonder if Genai will show up and try. He already has. Did he? Yeah, in the first, in the first one, um, Maki said that they got information from Gen, uh, from Genai. No, but he and didn't show up. They mentioned They him. had his silhouette. Was he young or old? He was young, for some reason. God damn it! <gasps> Again. How would you rate this episode? Uh, it's like a six, maybe? I feel like I gave it a 6.5. It wasn't terrible. I, I didn't mind watching it again. Yeah, like, it wasn't it wasn't awful. It just wasn't great. It was, like, it was it was passable, I It guess. was an episode. It definitely existed. Someone wrote it. How did it compare to what you thought in Obnoxious Synopsis? I thought they would focus on the blue card, considering the episode title, and explore what the blue cards actually are. And, by and large, we got none of that. Kind of know what they are. Well, no, we added... we got someone called Shibumi's code on it. That's the only information we got. However, we 
we got like a more of a mystery, which is this yellow jacket dude. The only answer to which I can say is like maybe that's Shibumi. That's the best I've got here. But even if that's Shibumi, the likelihood that he would have put a blue card into the hand of a random child knowing it would get to Jen is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's very convenient. Um, as far as what would annoy me, I said I'd think that the blue cards might be silly in the backstory. Which, if any of what I just said is true, is then correct. Mm. Although I said the episode would be good, and that'd be an 8, and I was wrong. Yeah. It wasn't nearly that good. What was the biggest difference that you noticed? Uh, I think it was probably Jen's dad's perspective on the whole thing. Where on one hand he's like, yeah, we got shut down, but, you know, what happens if we run out of money? And then it's like, someone shut us down, and I lost millions of dollars. Yeah. I, w- I also found that Vajiramon being creepy in this episode was strange. When he only starts being creepy in the next episode. Yeah, well, he's the, I guess the difference is that in one, he's much more interested in Renamon because she's pretty. Mm. And in the original, he's really interested in her because he's like a religious fanatic. Yeah, and it's also, it's beauty, but it's also like a different type of beauty. It's not just... It's grace. It's Yeah, it's grace. It's, you know... Miss United States. Digital beauty or beautiful evolution, Talmon, who dances in the moonlight, starts with Ruki and her mother in a modelling studio. And I guess this is this is this photo shoot that Ruki and her mother mentioned a few episodes ago. So I'm really I, I like this sort of like continuity that they actually pay attention to things that they say in previous episodes. I feel like that was a reference to something that would be happening really soon, though. And this is like five episodes later. So either not very much time ha- yeah, passed I don't think, at all. I don't think not not a lot of time has passed. Um, also, there's something weirdly creepy about it in Japanese, where she's like, I, I owe my whole career to this man. Because it's really that, um, that, like, producer-san, uh, like, mentality. Yeah. They get from models and, um, idols and stuff yeah. in Japan. Which, uh, as far as I'm aware, has a really terrible history of, like, abuse. Yeah. So it, gets, it just gets really no, concerning it, it for is, Ruki here. It is a little bit dark, yeah. And alternatively, in English... For the rest of this episode, get ready for every woman that exists to hate each other. Not just that, like, the women in these episodes are seen as objects rather than actually people. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that, because they're very heavily focused and you get to see inside their minds. It just, they're all really no, vapid. No, no, I'm talking about by, by other characters. For example... The way Renoir was treated last episode Ricky, continues in this one. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll get to it more later in, in each part, because there are, there are a few different instances when this happens. So anyway, Ruki's mum says that, like, she asks Ruki if she has any strange questions that she's going to ask, like about why models are always smiling even if they don't mean it, and about hating dresses. Or, uh, in the English, why models are so thin. And she's like, jeez. And also, besides that, like, oh, do you have any strange questions to ask? Which is fine, like, she's trying, right? In the in the original, in the dub, she's saying, well, she's the girl next door, even live next to a gas station. That was so me. you're talking about your own daughter, who you said would be good for this. Also, in the dub, Rika is a lot is very sarcastic in what she's doing. Like she's not sort of just doing it because, like, like in the original, she seems that she's doing it because she loves her mum and will make her mum happy, and she's coping. But like in the dub, she just is is very rude about it. To be fair, that's that's the reasonable response in the dub. Yeah, all the people seem evil. Yeah, and her mum is just being not very nice. Like at least in the original, her mum's saying like. She's trying to be interested in like what she what she has to say. You can't organize a modeling session for someone, bring them in and say, Haha, look how ugly my daughter is. Yeah. Please take pictures of how ugly she is. Yeah. 
Rookie says that she doesn't hate dresses in the original, and she just hates the ones that her mum forces her to wear. They do seem pink and floral. Yeah, and and that's fair. Like in the in a few episodes ago, when her mum was showing her dresses, one of them was just this ugly teddy bear one, and it just it was not a nice looking dress. Yeah, it was just it's just that her mum's taste is terrible. Yeah, instead of her hating the dresses that her mum forces on her and not hating all dresses, in the dub, Rika complains about this dress itching, and she says that she hates this and doesn't want to be a model, which is. In the original, she never says that she doesn't want to be a model, and she doesn't say that she hates this, but I still think she's still not happy with what her mum is she's doing with her mum at the moment, but I think she's just doing it because it makes her mum happy. But in the dub, she's just like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to be a model. She feel, It seems like she's being forced into it rather than she's just doing it, but begrudgingly, if that makes sense. I, I never really got enthusiasm out of her either way. No, she's not enthusiastic, but she's doing it because... Well, my interpretation is that she's doing it because her mum wants her to. Yeah, but even then, I feel like when she's behind the camera and that she's just standing there motionless, it just, it's not, I don't get the sense that she chose to be there in either situation. Mm-hmm. So, do you notice that in English, her photographer is Austin Powers? Yes, it is. It's it used, He uses the exact same language. Baby, you're ravishing. Now you're a bunny. You love the camera. Fall in love. The camera's your boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that darling. was creepy. That was just really creepy. <laughs> My mojo's all over this camera, baby. Why don't you... <laughs> like... Also, the mum's producer, like, is really creepy. Oh, very. The way she's saying, like, you look so... You... And she's talking, he's talking to Rookie, the little girl, and she's saying, you look so good. Not many girls would look good like this. And then, you know, Rookie puts on a hat, and she sort of looks almost kind of happy putting on the hat. Like, it's... So it is like she's doing it because she loves her mum, and this is her responsibility or something. She's not... It doesn't feel she's as forced in the dub. The dub feels like she's being forced into doing this, and she doesn't want to do it. So she, the, there's a lot of camera flashes and they ask her to take the hat off. Yeah. And so she's very wooden. And all of a sudden, my interpretation of this moment is that, like, she's a bit overwhelmed yeah. in Japanese. and But primarily her concern is she's thinking about Renamon. And because, you know, Renamon left and it's something that's on her mind. Yeah. And now that she's been in a stressful situation, she's, she's overwhelmed crumbling. and runs. Yeah. In English... Yeah, she, she freezes at being asked, you just want to be famous like your mum, don't you? Yeah. That's what the or photographer says. You're going to be just as famous yeah, as your mum. Yeah, that. you're going to be famous like your mum. And the idea of being like a home mom is repugnant to her. Yeah. So in one situation, she is an empathetic person who... Is breaking under her, pressure. Yeah, who wants her friend to be okay. Yeah. And on the other hand, she's someone who hates her mom, Which, again, all women hate each other in English for mm. some reason. Uh, so she she just fully runs down the street. We get a shot of Jan and Takato and they're talking about where Renamon went. Okay. And Gilmon's sad, and I don't know why. I've written in my notes that Gilmon's sad, and I don't know why. Because he would... Uh, am I wrong? Yeah? In the last episode, when Rapidmon does his triangle thing, the bull does appear to disintegrate, Yes, which is a weird one. Pajiramon was... is the one that's not shown to disintegrate. So why did it tell I have no idea. I, n- I just didn't follow that at all. Me neither. Um, so we see... Ruki stressing over not knowing where Renamon is. Yeah, we see that. We And then we see, um... Oh, and they, they mentioned that, uh, they could probably find her with the, um, with the Digivice. Oh, no, we'd need Ruki's Digivice to do that. Yeah. But that's not true. Their Digivices detect Digimon, including the Davers, who they know is with her. Yeah. They could totally find it. Oh, there's that before. Plot convenience, right? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure we get a shot of, um... 
Rookie's grandma talking to her mom. Yeah, and Rookie's mom is upset that Rookie ran off, and she's saying, "Look, it was really hard for me to organize that shoot." And then Seiko says, "Not that you shouldn't worry because Rookie takes a lot of responsibility in what she does, and she'll be back soon." Um, also, doesn't the grandma look like she's only like five years older than the mom? Yeah. Well, it's, it's because the mum is implied to be a very young mum. But still, it's like the difference between a 30-year-old and a 35-year-old. She's, she's got wrinkles, so I think the, the grandma might be around 50. Mm, that's possible. That would work out on the timing. Yeah. No, I, I always got the impression that the mum was probably in her, like, 20s. Yeah. Like, oh, maybe, that maybe would she, be weird. Yeah, I, I, think, I have a feeling like... No, she, there's no way she'd be uh, 20s, like, late 20s. Yeah, I'd say maybe, like, she could be 28 if she had uh, Rookie... At uh, 18. When she was 18, mm, yeah. That could be. Or even 17. That'd be so weird. She could be a very young mother. Imagine in six years having a 10-year-old. Yeah, I know. Well, some people do have I know, it's young, just young weird, though. kids when they're young. Uh, we cut to... And I'm like, this person looks like a really aged-up rookie, actually. It's one of the Visor girls. Yeah. The one who sounds like Yoli. Yeah, the Yoli one. And she's not wearing a thing. And for a second there, I realized she looks more... She looks much more appropriate to be Rookie's mom. Really? Yeah, it's like she oh, has the, the hair, hair yeah. and she has like a face. And if you put them side by side, you're like, that's the mom. Mm. <laughs> much more. So she's going through the subway. No, and- no, no, no. Oh, no, she's, she's, swimming. she's swimming. She's swimming. Right. She's swimming and just like exercising. And then in English, everyone's talking about her. Yeah, these girls are talking about how, like, she's so skinny and how she mustn't eat much. So there's all these references to not eating to be skinny, and that's just really... It's really bad. Yeah. To be, be- to be beautiful, you can't, you mustn't eat much. And it's just like, okay, that that's that's weird. And, uh, yeah, she you, it follows her through the subway. For starters, she gets a, she, she gets a phone call. And it's Bolero, her ring is her ringtone in the original. <laughs> I thought it sounded familiar. But in the dub, it's just a generic phone. Why would you change the music? So the person on the other end, I I thought it might be Yamaki or someone she works with, but in the dub, it's someone asking her for a date. That makes no sense. Why would someone call you for a date unless you already gave them your number? In which case, you would want it. I don't know, but it's it's to make her seem like you know this episode is very much talking about how desired these women are. Yeah. This one in particular is really weird, because in the original, it's not like this at all. It's just following her in a general no, sense. No, but she's perved on by, by the guy at the, in, at the pool, and then when she's at the station and going through the subway on the stairs, all these guys keep on turning around to check her out. Yeah, but that's like... But it's it's implied that she's being lusted after, instead of explicitly says said that all these guys want to have dates with her. That's more like Japanese background radiation. Yeah, but these guys are being quite creepy towards her, the, the way they're looking at her. Especially the the one in the the pool center that just sort yeah. of walks up to her and looks at her and she covers herself up with a towel. Is that is that better or worse than all women being awful? I think it's just better as an element of the episode being that these are women and they're strong and men keep on you know trying to perv on them, but they're more than just beauty. Yeah, I think like the well, the key element here that's a that's a big problem is that even if you were to change that discussion, uh, what's it? If you were to change it from, uh, you know, men lusting over people to, like, insulting someone for, you know, not eating or trying to be skinny or any of that stuff, the fact that it's only women, it changes entirely the the, the negativity from all the men in the episode to women, primarily. Yeah. It's really bad. And that's, like, an awful stereotype as well. I'm not really not sure why it would do this, because the show's been generally really good about this sort of thing until right now, which the English has completely dropped. Um, and, like, she's coming out of the subway, which... 
she's up the up the escalator, and I think in Japanese she's just silent, and she's just putting yep. on these sunglasses, and it, ma- it makes her look really cool. Yeah. However, in the English, she has her whole thought process, and it's like she doesn't oh, shut up. I don't think we could win. I don't know what we could possibly do, and she just sounds really anxious. And then yeah. she walks into the bakery. Ooh, sweet buns! I think I'll have some of those. And then she says, "Ooh, better not. What? Better watch my waistline." Yeah. And again, it's this. It's this is the third reference to I have to be skinny I can't eat like in the at the start of the episode where where they, there's that line about Rico apparently asking about why models don't eat very yeah. much. You know what's even worse about this actually? Yeah, and I only just realized it now. It would be one thing to be like, oh, women say, oh, she can't eat, but that's that's why she's so skinny. And then you would get to the bakery. She's like, yes, I'm going to eat because I eat and I'm still skinny because I work out. But, but no, no she don't. confirms it. She's like, I can't eat because I want to be skinny. But but that's that's just strange. It, yeah, it should show, oh, she can eat whatever she likes because she's athletic. Like, sh- she just came back from swimming. Yeah. She's probably starving. She probably needs to have something like that. So I always got the sense in the Japanese that she knew what she, where she was going and what she was doing. Like, she goes to this bakery yeah. and she looks and she sees him. Whereas in the English, she's like, huh, that kid's wearing goggles. That's weird. Yeah, that's well, that's an interesting fashion choice. Yeah, it's very much like she's knowing in the in the original, but like it's not super explicitly said. And then it's like when she walks past Ruki, it's almost like she she's aware of who Ruki is. But in the dub, she's just thinking about like, could those kids really save us? It's so weird. Like, I feel like if we wound this back, right? I'm trying to think of any situation you can make this weird, like even weirder. Like, there's a like a moment where um you have Ken, right, who's meant to have known everything when he's the Digimon guys yeah. and sort of know who his enemies were. When he like when he sees them at the soccer game, and he instead of being like, oh, it's those kids from the digital world, he should have been like, oh, those things are holding are really cute. Yeah. <laughs> like, just completely change the meaning of a situation. Mm. Um, and also, this one of the, I wouldn't call it the stranger things, in fact, one of the lower key um, changes, but still significant, is, did you notice that when Takato gets back to the shop, in the original it is, hey Takato, since you're free, can you help with the family business? Yeah. And he says, yes, absolutely. And in the English it's, hey Takato, I made you a snack. Yeah, you've been you've been such a good boy, have a treat. And it's just, it's removing this, like, it's fine to help out if your family owns a business. I'm not sure why they remove this. It's not like child labor or anything. <laughs> child because... labor laws, yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. You because can't... He, he's just helping. This is probably like what he does for his chores. And that's that's normal to have for kids to have chores. And they've removed this part and said, hey, here, open this box and have a snack instead of, you know, to kind of help me with this with the family business. The worst part is it's not even a box. It's a stack of trays. Yeah. Not, it's looking really here. obvious. Yeah, but they tried, okay. I think they might have tried to move in a bit more just so it looked more like a box. I know. It just... It, it says, look in the bread they box. They didn't just change the content. They had to, like, reinvent the idea of what those objects on screen were. Yeah. They tried really hard, <laughs> Much though. in the same way as, like, poop became slime. Yeah, Noom Sludge. Noom Sludge, that was it. Oh, my God. Ruki comes back from her walk, and Ruki's mum is concerned and says, What type of primary school girl takes a walk this late? And Ruki points at herself and says, Here. And I love this. <laughs> That's a great answer. I love it, because it's just... This, this is her character. She's like, you know, me... And it's not like it's not obnoxious when she says yeah. it. Whereas, like I believe in the English, it's like, why did you? Why did you? Do this? She's like, I didn't like a photo shoot. No, it's the no, it's it's not like that. The mum says, I want to talk to you about what happened during the camera test. And Rookie points oh, to herself it. and says, I don't. That's all right. Yeah, it's all right. But I, I, I liked the comedic timing of 
here because it was just so subtle. It was just, I love it. But also, like, that one is a positive answer to, like, what what is this? Well, this is the answer. Rather than, I want to talk. No. Yeah. Those are very different. One is supplying information and one is denying it, which makes Rookie seem in the wrong, mm. which is weird. We cut to Jen's place and Terrymon is looking out the window and smells a Digimon, so he and Jen leave because he says, oh, it must be where Renamon is. Jen calls Rookie's house to, to let her know. In the dub, Terrymon is made of sass as usual. <laughs> no, this is the weirdest thing, actually. Yeah. Does Terrymon ever sass Jen? Yeah, I don't feel like he ever does. I feel like he does it to everyone else around Jen. And to Jen, he's polite. And he's like, can I do this thing? And he's like, momentai. And he's usually mean to everyone else. And then Jen calls him out on it. I feel like he sassed him before. Like, I don't know. It really stood out Like to me. when Henry was trying to explain him sar- explain to him what sarcasm was. And Terry Mons said, don't worry. I know what sarcasm is. Yeah, I know. But that's not, a, that's not him sassing him. That's him being like, you know, he's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's not, you're stupid. I know this. I feel like he has before. Not like this. Mm. No. Oh, God, what did he say in this one specifically? Oh, I vaguely, vaguely remember. I, I don't remember. I just know that he sasses a bit. It's, not, it, it's something along the lines of, like, what do you smell, Terrymon? I know, probably raspberry tarts. Of course it's a Digimon. Like, Yes, yeah, that's right, yeah. He's really aggressive about it. Yeah, it's like, oh, what, what do you smell? Like, I don't know. Of course it's a Digimon. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. Yeah, you're right. I feel like he's never done that to Jen before. Yeah, he's a bit, a little bit ruder. Yeah, but I guess it's because no one else is there for them to direct. <laughs> for him to be rude yeah. to. We see the hypnos girls talking, and Tally comments on Riley's makeup and asks if she has a date. And then Tally says that she wants a date, but then and then um, Riley says that that's because you always carry around a dead rabbit's foot. And this is just a random thing to add in the dub instead of just like. Oh, here's a thing. Um, oh, there's a wild one nearby. And it's just like, it's strictly business. They're just... Again, they've given characters to these people who don't really have that much of a character. Yeah, and also which the is fine. blonde one whose name I don't know. It's uh, it's Yoli and the other one. Yeah, it's Tally, Rally and Tally and they're my OTP. Those are terrible names. Um, it's Megumi and... I but she just one. sounds... She sounds like upset. Like, oh, you're just dating all the time. Yeah. Aren't you? You're just, you're just doing all the dates, right? Because women hate each other. And she's like, yeah, not this time. Not today. So she's not even defending herself, really. She's like, yeah, didn't go on a date this time. Maybe later. You'll judge me more then. Because I have no spine. Because women can't have those in this episode, apparently. We finally see where Renamon and Vajiramon are at, and it's kind of like... This is, like, presumably a day or so after they it's, walked it's off. It's the next day. It's taken them this long. It's like a 12-hour conversation, in which can we summed up as, join the dark side, we no. have cookies. <laughs> join the dark side, no. But you're beautiful, no. Like, it's... Again, the the statement was, this is a conversation that humans do not understand, that only Digimon can understand. And it is a conversation that humans have not only had for thousands of years, but we've all killed each other over. Which is, I have a religion, please join it. Yeah, it is a bit culty. Yeah. But it's fine, it... it- yeah, I think it adds to the plot. It really, sh- but it shocks me that this is the conversation she went off to have because it seems it seems like you could have had this in thirty seconds. In fact, they did have this conversation during the fight. It's like Renamon didn't think that this is what was going to be asked because they're there, and he's like, "Join, join us," and she's like, "Well, no," and he goes, "Well, humans are oppressing you," and she goes, "Well, no, of course not. Yeah, I'm, I'm confident I know what I'm doing," and he's just not. He just doesn't put it together, and he just asks over and over again. That's the Japanese version. Yeah. The English version 
is more like, you're really hot, please come with us. No, you're being creepy. No, no, but you're really, really hot. Do you, do you get how hot you are? Because you should, you should totally come with us. And it's really strange that that's really what it boils down to. Mm. It wasn't that he's a religious fanatic and that he's trying to recruit her. It's just that looking at her arouses him. And that's enough for the story. It's really concerning. Yeah, it is a... I feel like in the original they added the sort of, you're really beautiful thing a fine amount but in the dub they just really force it down your throat that this is creepy and again like it starts in the in the previous episode but no i don't think they force it down your throat that it's creepy is the problem i think they force it down your throat and that it is creepy but i think it kind of portrays it as a reasonable standpoint for the bull to have no one says it's creepy everyone just says no like, thank you for your proposition, but I will have to respectfully decline. Yeah. Rather than, go away, this is gross, please stop. Um, they, also, is this the first mention of the digital world? Like, Yes. It's really yeah. weird. It took us a long time to get there. But they finally sort of mentioned, we should, you, you know, we should go back to the digital world. I think the kids show up at exactly that moment. And mm. I really feel like one of them should have been like, wait, digital world, what? But they also want to rule the real world as well. They definitely want world domination in um, in the English version. Yeah, they because, specifically state it because while Re- in the original, when Renamon says, who, who, "Who's this god that's descended that we need to follow?" in the in the dub, she's responding to, "You're worthy to so- serve our master," and she asks, "How does your Digimon sovereign plan to rule the world?" And she's referring to the real world. Then Vegeramon in the original says that she's precious and says that, um, that she must cl- clearly be worthy of a god. In the dub, he says, by vanquishing humans. And it's... He he answers her questions in the dub. Yeah. In the original... Because of he course does, he would. In the original, he does not answer any of her questions. You know what, like, really makes a religious, like, fanatic... A, stand out, and B, seem dangerous, when no matter how tough the question is, he immediately has an answer for you. It might be crazy, but in his mind, he thinks he's right, because this is his worldview. And it's really easy to answer a question when you always think you're correct. But it's so strange that, like, in the original... He does not give any information, really. In the in the dub, he's giving her all this information, and the point of the end of the episode is, wow, well done, Renamon, you got a lot of information. And it's not there in the original, because he did not answer any questions. He just kept on saying, you're, you're, you're so exquisite, you are worthy to be, to be, to be, fo- to follow our god. <laughs> That's why the conversation took nine hours. Yeah. Yeah, he kept on hitting on her. Also, then Coolamon shows up for no reason. No, no before that... Uh, I see it in your notes right there. Yeah, Renamon. Yeah, but that's a bit further down from where we are at the moment. I know. Renamon is in the dub saying things like, "Oh yeah, just just keep on talking." She gets more information. In the original, she keeps on complaining that she's not getting any any questions and like any answers to her questions. And she says, "You know, please answer my questions." Vegeramon then says that they were created by humans and now exist on their own, so they can serve their god and evolve. And humans abandon them. And that's about all the information that we get. This universe is really weird, actually, because I just... Re- if you think about it, Digimon are 20 years old. Yes. They have developed a lot of stuff in 20 years. I mean, outside of just weaponry and stuff, there's huge problems of how did you develop a huge religion in a very short amount of time? Well, they just feel abandoned, I guess. I don't know. Digimon showed up and said, we're the god, and they basically said, well, n- no, no, no complaints there, no arguing with that. I'm wondering where that feeling of abandonment comes from. I feel like we'd need a history of the digital world sort of to happen. Because obviously, at one stage, there must have been human oversight. At a really early stage. But also, A, there are cards. And B, there's a video game that's really active. 
through which there are giant screens where you can see people. The fact that, which of which you have to imagine there's like a hundred thousand yeah. at least. You'd think that the human presence in the digital world is actually significantly more mm. than in the first two seasons of the show. I don't understand where they're point is coming from actually unless the game didn't take place in the digital world which couldn't be the case because it did yeah because that gorilla came back and that gorilla was the same one that that um the gen fought harambe <laughs> oh, oh that meme wasn't around when we did that episode i think i know harambe had happened it but, had happened but we didn't yeah, we but the didn't meme hadn't gotten meme big i can't believe no the one meme started two months yet. after you can't say that on a, on a clean podcast <laughs> you James. can they're richards mate they're richards then the um, Takato and Jen show up with Terrymon and Gilmon, and they evolve. And Gargamon always is having so much fun with his guns. Renamon says that she's also a Digimon who evolves with her partner, and she evolves. In the dub, she says, "Well, your sovereign sounds dreamy, but I won't be signing up anytime soon." And then she evolves. And he's like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." Yeah, Vegemon says, "Oh, you're even more beautiful when you evolve. You have to come with us." And then this sort of explains why, well, it doesn't explain in the plot, but it explains why the writers didn't make Renamon evolve, is because to make this moment better is like, oh, he's seen her evolve and he just thinks that she's lovely. There's a there's a point later in this yeah. when, uh, I'll just say it now, actually, um, Renamon will evolve again soon because it, her name's in the, uh, in the yeah. title of the episode. Spoilers. When she evolves, she becomes humanoid. She has arms and legs. Yeah. And he immediately complains. He's like, no, you look like a human. That's terrible. Even though he's kind of a tiny bit humanoid himself in a way. Uh, no, no, because like his whole, th- he's, he's a bull mostly. Like he's got, he's got a human torso basically and yeah. he's got arms, but whatever. Anyway, so like, uh, Talmon looks really human. Like yeah. they have like a fox mask and is otherwise human. Um, what I realized is that he likes Cubimon more because Renamon's in a vaguely human shape. Yeah. And then becomes like a fox, like a, just full on fox. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, animals. And then, oh no, humans. Yeah. Which is fine because I like that. It's like, why have you evolved in a human form? He'd love, like, Graumon. <laughs> <laughs> Vegeramon says that um, it is Cubimon's fate to fight with them and serve God. In the dub, she says, oh, you're so beautiful but so lost. Then we get some card slashes, but not all of them are animated. Galgamon says that he can't evolve to his perfect level because he's out of energy, and Gramon's also tired. Vegeramon then says that Cubimon can share her life with other Digimon. Then Ruki reaches out for a card, and she finds the blue card instead. Then Calamon's out of feet, and he's glowing, and it's adorable. He's like, whoa! He's like trying to... Looks like he's going to defend her. Yeah, it's really cute. But wait, you said that they try to evolve, Gramon or Gargamon? Yeah. Did they? Because I didn't feel that. No, well... They were using high-speed plugins and stuff. Yeah, but then Jen says, Gargamon evolve, and Gargamon says, I can't. And then Takata says, what about you? And Gramon says, I can't. Well, you don't have a blue card, of course you can't evolve. I think they can. Uh, I thought, I think the blue card thing's a one-off thing, and then they can just evolve when they want. Kulamon seems busy. Yeah, Kulamon still needs to be there, though. Also plot. That was the thing. I'm like, it's really convenient that a blue card would show up uh, for Rookie in this episode. Yep. And also that, like... Also, I realize that they don't work together now. There's all three of them are there, but where they could work together to kill the big snake, they can't work together now because it's because it's not in the plot. Yeah, it's not. It's not in the script. This is really annoying. This is all the problems I had with Zero Two. Yeah, this is very a lot. Like 
these two episodes are extremely like it because it was it's we did it because it was convenient to the plot and it was in the script. It really feels like we had no plans to evolve these two, but they need to. Yeah. So let's force these. Give things it to, to the old writers. We're lazy. Yeah, because Takata's like that. That evolution was good. Like it, it was dramatic. It sh- it showed up in his hand when he was screaming, and it was it was fine. Yeah, it so, had a good situation yeah. to it. So Kubimon evolves, and she doesn't get any CGI. Didn't she? No. No, she didn't. She's fully animated. Yeah, she's fully animated. But it was, it was again, it was a weird situation of, like, um, Kubimon's there, and kind of, like, twirls a little bit, and yeah. then all of a sudden, Talmon's there, fully formed. In fact, there's less animation with this one. She goes into the water, I think, or something? In, uh, up against the moon. Yeah. Which looks cool. It's it dramatic. Look it looks cool. cool. How, and that's nice. It, it ages better than the CGI. Oh, that's true, it does. Yeah. It's, it's still less... It's less um weird than like 3D Gargamon disappearing off screen and then hey, pieces hey, of hey, him Jay. building up from the bottom of the screen. Jay, you, know, you know what you know what Talmon's saying? What? I the puppy have evolved. <laughs> Talmon then falls down because he's used a lot, up a lot of energy and he's sleepy. Oh, I'm tired. Vajiramon says, "You what? What's this? You've evolved the wrong way." In the dub, he says, "My master would not like this human form, or my master would not like such a human form." Also, did you notice that um uh Talmon shows up as a direct um uh silhouette on the hypnos screen really? they, they cut the hypnos and they're like oh it's something's oh, happening that. and there's talmon silhouetted in white like they've always had like big circles like oh it's there yeah because it's like a radar tracker but this one has a big outline because script it makes no sense i know it's, it's a lot of a lot of bits don't make sense it's because script talmon says that his god shouldn't wor- um decide what's wrong or what's right in the dub, Talmon says, I don't care what your master thinks. Vigiramon then says that she could she shouldn't have evolved into a human shape, and Talmon thanks him for the information given. Yeah, please don't evolve into the shape that you naturally evolve into. I've also never heard of Angemon or Angel Woman or Lady Devimon or Devimon or Edamon. It's all but it's all like I'll I'll get to a bit later on, but it's actually like implied that this is the shape because of Ruki. Or Puppetmon or Piedmon. <laughs> Vajiramon then um, says that denying their god is unforgivable, and then Talmon has a big paintbrush, and for some reason I forgot what she does, and I was kind of like, is she, is she going to hit him with a paintbrush? Or Wargreymon, or Black Wargreymon, <laughs> or, pa- or um, what's it called, Peldramon Paladin mode. <laughs> so then she destroys the bull... And Calamon's happy. What's with this attack with the paintbrush? Because this is this must be some kind of Japanese cultural thing that I don't understand. It's because this is Taoism. Ex- this is exactly the same attack as Okami has from the game. O- yeah. Or e- the game in the game Okami, where they you paint stuff with a big paintbrush yeah. and the symbol that creates magic. I don't know what's up with that. It's Taoism, I think, or something. It's a it's a reference that we don't get because but it's culture. also it's also a fox. It's also a, yeah a cube. It's weird. That's a thing. I don't know. But they can't hold paintbrushes. They're foxes. We then cut to Yamaki. Can't say moshi moshi. We then cut to Yamaki, and he says that they must be the only one who can fight the wild ones. He must feel so bad wasting the government's budget on this. Yeah, totally. Also, are they part of the government? I don't know. I can't remember. Are they a private institution? It's hard to tell. Mm. After the fight, Ruki um, and Renamon are talking, and Ruki asks if the way a partner and their Digimon fight influences a way a Digimon evolves, and then says that Renamon has become really strong, but has also become 
truly beautiful under the moonlight. If that was the case, why does Graumon get all this metal strapped and attached to him? Because Takato drew it. Because he's no, he, does, he didn't. Know, he didn't scan it. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. And I don't when know. he draws Mega, like the the next evolution in this episode, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, but but maybe he want maybe that's what he wanted it to look like. Oh, it's so weird. He didn't want all this metal. He didn't want Megalogramon. So the way they fight together is, in fact, you know, even in her case, the way they fight together first of all makes her an animal fox, then makes her a painter. I don't know. I I think it's because the way that they've fought together has changed throughout the time. Anyway, so there's this nice moment when Ruki cycles off, and it's it's after after she says that Renamon's beautiful, and it's. It's such a different way to where Vajiramon kept on saying she's beautiful and Renamon just says, just, just shut up. Renamon's just silent after this and is just looking at, at her as she cycles away. And it's this beautiful moment of these two characters who aren't very good at expressing their emotions. And Ruki was just honest to Renamon and Renamon's not really sure how to handle it. And it's really sweet. Then the dub, Rika says that she's pleased with how Renamon's new evolution looks. And Renamon says how it must be the key to defeating the Davis. Rika then says she hopes that she's correct, and then she said, you did well getting all this information. But what I've noticed more is how heroic you look in the moonlight. Heroic's an interesting word there. I actually prefer that. Really, heroic. I, I liked beautiful, because it was, she keeps on, she's, Renamon keeps on being called beautiful, and she just shrugs it off, but this is the only time it affects her, and that's why I prefer it in the original. I can see that, but I think that since we, it was, beautiful was used as a tool of objectification yeah. earlier, that its return sort of, j- it, I don't think it fully undermines it necessarily, but Heroic says a lot more about her as a character and what she hopes to be. Yeah. And I think that more readily identifies the things that Renamon cares about. Oh, no, that, that, yeah, that's fair. And then Renamon smiles and says goodnight. And then Davis says, wow, did Rika just say something nice? I'm just like, Davis, go away. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so weird. Like, they're having this really sweet moment. Then you just have Davis's voice. Oh, man. Rick is usually so awful. I definitely didn't just watch six episodes of them getting nice uh, to each other. There was no energy drink ever. Why Why? Why did just... Why is Davis still here? I want him to die. Davis? I hope he did die and try. That'd be nice. What do you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? So, the Japanese one of this is just whatever. It's fine. Oh, I forgot. Um, there's one thing I forgot about the fight. Is it yeah. the bull Digimon, whose name I'm Vigiramon. choosing not to remember? Yeah. Um, in the original, he keeps saying, I'm not going to fight you because I want you to join us. And I'm not going to fight you because I think you're going to join us by your own free will because that would make the most sense because yep. that's your destiny. And that's replaced in the other one with you're very beautiful, you're very beautiful. And then he's still fighting anyway, and he never sounds like he's not going to. And it takes a long time for him to break and be like, okay, screw it, I'm going to fight now. Yeah. And I think that was an interesting dynamic for that fight, where he's trying not to, and then it just they just didn't care and threw it away. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, as far as what I thought of this episode, the Japanese was fine. There was stuff to it. I thought it would have a lot more to do with this photo shoot, and it didn't. So, uh, I guess we got to see the Yoli girl with the visor outside, mm. and that was stuff that wasn't really followed up on, but sure, it was there. Uh, Hypnos continues to be the most useless organization of all time. In fact, they've been ant, they've been not useless. They've been completely negative to the whole situation. Mm. If they weren't around, I feel like the kids would be in a better position, because the Shagai would never have happened. Mm. Probably. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, the bull died in the last episode, it's back. They had a nine-hour conversation, which was, join us, no, join us, no, join us, no. But you're beautiful, though. And just, this episode was not very good. Like, that's fine. 
So this would have. So this gets a different rating, though, right? So this episode's what? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you the question first. Oh no, I'm, I'm not finished talking about it. Oh, okay, about right, right. So that's the Japanese. The English, however, is not only the worst episode of uh, Tamers by a long way. It's garbage. It's really bad. If given the choice, when I was, if I was watching this in English or whatever, I would happily skip this episode and then just like not know how Talmon happened. That would be fine. And have her just show up and say, oh, by the also, way, I can evolve. all you need to do is cut out the scene where um, the bull uh, Digimon comes back in the in like whatever river thing it yeah. appears in. And then that would be fine. Because that was a loose end that wasn't loose until they made it loose again. Right. So, yeah, this Japanese is really awful. It's just disgusting in the way it treats everyone. How would you rate this episode? The Japanese gets like a five because it's functional and it's 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 bad equal the amount of goods I guess. And the Japanese gets I want to give it a I want to give it a one. Really? Nothing it does is funny. Nothing it does is interesting. It actively ruins a lot of the stuff in the Japanese. I cannot stand it. It is I think one of the best examples of how to completely ruin like the original content of something. This is the first time. Like, there have been so many episodes of Tamers where you go, well, this is pretty much one-to-one. There's really, really small changes and not very much. This? You can't miss it. The whole episode changes. And it's all to the negative. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's my perspective to say, but I assume that you would agree with me when I say this is really distinctly offensive in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, the way that all the females are treated mainly as objects to the men, in both versions, they're just... All the women, like... The mum is there as a model, and she's being creeped on by this old man, basically. Like, well, Ruki is being creeped on by this old man, and the photographer's creepy. And then we have, you know, the hypnos girl. I think this is Megumi, and she's also being creeped on by the, the guy at the pool. And in the English version, she's being spoken about behind her back by these by these women who were just standing there. And then we have Renamon, who's being perved on by Vajiramon. And the, the only thing that's missing is Vajiramon not saying, well, at least Rika's good-looking. Like, honestly, I'm surprised that, that they didn't pull that out. I'm going to use your tamer as a human shield, or otherwise just take her back to the digital world, because that's what make, I do, and, apparently. And make her my queen. <laughs> my Digimon queen. <laughs> good foreshadowing, honestly. What do you think of this episode compared to what you thought in, in Obnoxious Synopsis? So, uh, I thought... Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I guess that Renamon would evolve. That was correct. Well, duh. Uh, and, but the focus on beauty, I thought it would have to do more with the mum's modelling. And really, that was pointless. The entire dis- the entirety of the beginning, where they're at the modelling studio, that was completely meaningless. Nothing was accomplished. She already didn't get along with her mom, so that didn't change anything. And she was never there for a particularly long period of time, because she would have stressed out about Renamon anyway. Mm. All it did was show us she didn't want to be a model. And guess what? We could have told you that by looking at her. Like, all of her character tells you, you I, this is not what I want to be. I want to be action-oriented. I want to do stuff. I want to be good at things. Also, she's young. She just wants to play her card game. I want to play my card game. I understand that really well. Uh, I did not think it'd be a good episode, but I thought it'd be a six, not a one. Okay, mm, is one fair? Mm, somewhere between a one and a two. This is the worst episode of Tamers, and I'm not sure anything could possibly beat this. Without being intentionally bad. 
I'm trying to think the product of the times this came out in. What kind of writer do you need to be to sit down, look at the content that is there and say, you know what we need to do? Make every woman hate each other. Yeah. We don't just need... Because you could one-to-one this and you could just write down all the stuff that was already there and it would be totally fine. Yeah. There's no cultural things that needed changing. So you had to sit down and say, this script is boring. What this needs is catfights. It's mind-blowing. I, I can't... You know when you look at someone's mistake, right? And you kind of try to trace it back and to all the ways... You, you look at, say, I'm trying to think of a good example, like a pie, right? Yeah. And the pie has three giant rocks in it. And you have to think to yourself, how did rocks get in this pie? Not only did they have to, like, get into the kitchen in the first place, then they had to get into the pie, then the person had to not notice it, right? Yeah. And there's all these... It had to fall in a certain way that the, the top layer didn't show the lump so the chef didn't notice and all the end and you're like okay well we end up with rocks in this pie in this situation the rocks are just like disgusting hatred of women and the chef is the writers yep and the pie is this garbage show so it's really sullied your opinion on tamers that much (sighs) no you honestly i can't look at this episode and feel like it's the same writers i feel like these are different people if you told me that the head writer of this episode was the same as uh I guess mo- any other episode, but I guess... What was the one I, I, I really liked a lot? In which... which This one, like this series, like of, of Tamers. Which was the one I've liked the most I here? I can't remember. Uh, screw it, let's just say the camp episode. Because the camp episode had some clever stuff in it. And it was yeah. fun. It wasn't the best episode, but it had some good stuff. If you told me the head writer of this episode was the same as that one, I think I would begin to sour on this. Because it tells me... But on the English side. And I think that's the one saving grace of this, is that I can't look at Tamers and be like, well, this is disgusting now because I know all these undertones are in there. Yeah. Because they put a lot of them in. What was the major difference that you noticed? I think we've just talked about that for 30 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't need to be going over again. Oh, that's fair. The only thing I will say is it's weird... And this has nothing to do with how disgusting women are treated, because we've really been over that a lot. It's really weird that we've had back-to-back episodes with blue cards in them, appearing, and one of them, the first one, has the convoluted way of getting it to the kid. And then just, this episode, immediately back to them just appearing out of nowhere for no reason. Yeah, why not? It's, why? Because plot? Oh, God, I hate that. I thought we were over that. So we find we have all of our perfects now, and we saw three different ways of getting a blue card. Having it appear randomly in a hand during a dramatic speech, randomly stumbling upon it, or reaching into your card collection and pulling it out. What, what do you think was the best way? Wait a minute. No, they were both random. She didn't just own one. I know, but she pulled it out of her card collection. Yeah, but it was, it was random. It, it, it just sort of... It did appear, though. She just pulled it out. I'm almost certain it was, I'm looking for a card that will help in this situation. Oh my god, this one's blue. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's basically It's the happened, same yeah. thing as, um, as Takato's. It's literally the same. No, but his, no, but his appeared dramatically. The way, the way he was, you know, saying, and we can do it and I can stand up, and then the blue card was there. I think that that's... For size, well, I found that the best. obviously the best. Yeah. Because thought, his has significance. I find that Jen's was the worst. Easily. Because it just sort of like he stumbled upon it and then didn't use it for the episode. Like, I would I would have used it. <laughs> I, think that, I think it's weird that your issue is primarily he's holding it in his hand. Why isn't he using it? Yep. I don't understand why he's not using this card. To me, it's 
how is it possible that they knew that Jeremy would, who was, not Jeremy, he's a random child they've never met before. Yeah. How could they possibly know that he would get the card to Jen? Because it was in the script. It's insane. It's, it's and, and insane. That's the first time I've had to really say that in Tamers. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting if there was, like, a flashback the moment she pulled out the blue card in this episode, where, like, it covers... Like, a, you know, there's a blue card on the ground and a cat goes and grabs it and runs along then a bird grabs it like, um, like Kari's Digivice. Yeah. And then it flies through the air and gets hit by a plane and the car sort of spirals down, hits the chimney in her house and bounces around and, like, flicks through. And, and magically gets... slides into her card yeah, Exactly, box. like, you just have something completely yeah. off the wall. What do you think about the quality of episodes? Are they still better than Zero Two? I know you didn't like these sets of episodes, but is it that so bad that it's 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 almost as bad as Zero Two, or is it still better? And are you this this last episode? Yep. The Japanese was probably on par with the Zero Two episode because. Well, like, wait, wait! I thought you said the Japanese one was a one. No, Japanese is the good one. No, you said Japanese. English is the one. Oh, uh, okay. I got confused because you said the Japanese was the one, and I was. I going, feel like you should have. You would have told me if you actually no, thought no, that no. when I said it. I oh, know. I, 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 I just thought you had a weird opinion. Okay, so the, so you prefer the Japanese one? Of course I do. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm not stupid. Okay. <laughs> yep. No, the Japanese is probably on par with O two mm. in that it's weird stuff happens because of plot. Yeah. Um, people act kind of irrationally and it focuses on fighting and no one's any good until evolutions happen and also the cards are totally useless so there's no point of even having that mechanic anymore yep and uh and also we're we're crapping out evolutions really quickly because we need to which is really really similar Mm. and then the english version is down there with some of the worst of o2 Right, and I but are you enjoying the the series so far on the whole? Oh, it's really stalling. It's stalling really hard. Like these last two episodes are really really bad, but the episodes before this weren't weren't super special. I don't think. Do you care about the characters? Because I know in Zero Two you did not care about the characters, and I think that was the problem of why you didn't like Zero Two. You just did not care about the characters. In Adventure, you at least cared. Yeah, and I I do to I care I care about Takato and Gilmon as a unit. I care about Ruki and. I I care about Renamon as separate. Yeah. And I care about Terriamon. Yeah. What about Kalimon? I don't know. The problem with Kalimon is that he's is that he's positioned like this weird manic sprite where I don't believe he would ever actually be in any sort of danger. So it why would you care? He's he's basically a battery. He's basically a crest of everything that sometimes people pick up and their Digimon evolves. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to feel. It's cute. But that's my feeling on it. Like, like a dog... Oh, no, dogs I've never met I still care about. Um, I care about dogs that I just think about. Like, no, what, what if there's a dog? That dog is the best dog. Like, like a particularly cute cat, right? I don't generally like cats, i.e. Digimon. But a really cute one, I'll look at it and be like, that's a cute cat. But then I'll leave and I'll be like, I can just not think about it. Yeah. If I see a cute dog, I'm thinking about that dog. I want yeah. that dog. Um, it's really stalling out, though. I think the problem is that I don't care about this story. I care about these characters. I don't care about this story, though. There's nothing interesting happening. And they've gotten past their, like, their air, um, all the discovery. Yeah. They've gotten, they, 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 they all know about Digimon. They all know about evolution. That's fine. We've discovered that evolution's not a problem, so that subplot's gone. Um, we've, 
discovered the scary government organization and then they've been completely declawed because they can't do anything and they've only made things worse. Yep. I don't even know why they're still running at the moment, but whatever. Zippo Man, Zippo Man has infinite money, I guess. And the Digimon they're fighting are boring, right? Yeah. The only thing that's that's going well in this series is that the kids are interesting. Whereas in O2, I think that like the da- the Digimon Emperor was interesting as a plot and that drove the se- that drove the first season and honestly I can't remember what happened in the, in the rest of it. <laughs> Who did they find the rest of? Oh, they um Spider Lady and yeah, stuff. Spider Lady. And they were annoying enough heels. And they're Black Greymon. I was happy for them to die and then Black Greymon happened and I wanted to die. <laughs> Screenshot of the week. Jay stolen mine because he didn't get one. <laughs> yes, I did. So mine's what mine is when Jen uh, scans the unknown card before it becomes a blue card, and there's maybe it's an animating animation error, but like his eyes sort of like dart across, <laughs> like a bit uneven, and it just I know I found it funny, and yours is mine. Yes, it is. So do you, want to, do you want to say it? I was laughing at the image of yeah, no, Jen it, with the, his weird eyes. It's on the icon this week. It's just him going... <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like... This is a card? It's, um... It's, uh... What's it called? Hammermon. Terriamon with... Uh, Va- Thor's hammer. No, it's not Thor's hammer. It's it, that's how it's listed. But um, what's his name? Vikmon? No, not Vikmon. The one. Zudamon. That, Zudamon. Zudamon's hammer. I love that they're bringing the weapons of the old guys, and you got like uh, Wargreymon's uh, back shield and Zudamon's hammer, and there was another one. What was the other weapon that they've used? They, sure- they've used attacks. Yeah, and they've used some attacks of different things. I'm sure they gave they gave uh, Terrymon another weapon, but I don't really remember. Um, either way, I love that. I think it's great, and I love that he can wield this stupid big hammer. Although in this situation, unlike a shield, which is perfectly effective, it wasn't particularly effective, which is very sad. It looked cute though, and it was a very oh, it was a very adorable. funny moment. I'm really sad to see that the card slashes are beginning to be useless very quickly. That's because they'd be too OP'd. Well, they would be, but just it's really strange that you introduce the system, mm. and it. I honestly, I think it barely got used. It got used enough times for me to go, yeah, this could work, and then it. I think they're going to forget about it, which is sad. The Digimon introduced in the episode. What did you think about them? So we have Pajiramon, the Shorp. It's fine, I guess. It's a fat sheep. I don't. You don't really see many sheep tours. I like. I like the design. What about Vajiramon? It's a really, really basic, like, centaur minotaur. Yeah, I think that's why it's not human. It's a ce- it's got the, the horse of a centaur, it's got the bull of a minotaur, and you're like, well, what's yeah. what's left? What about Rapidmon? I think Rapidmon's great. The, we, we've kind of seen Rapidmon before, though. But it was gold. Yeah. I think Rapidmon's great. I... And also, it's not armor level, it's uh, it's now perfect level. Thank God. Um, yeah, it's it's... It's a fine design, like it's a robot. Um, I'm not really sure it should have come off Gargamon, because that's a really weird jump. Mm. Even as far as, like, Digimon standards for just sticking armor on things goes, this makes no sense. It made so little sense, the animators couldn't figure out how to turn one into the other. It just became metal. Yeah. However, I like the way it attacks, I like the way it looks... It doesn't necessarily look like it fits in Digimon because it's straight up a mecha suit, but whatever. It's not even not just a mecha suit. It's like a modern mecha suit. It's yeah. not like an Andromon or a It's Bubblegum Mechanorimon. Crisis. It's Bubblegum Crisis 2040. Yeah. But what I really like about it, and it's not about this design, is that Terrymon's still an asshole. Yeah, I love him. I love that. He shoots! He scores! What about Talmon? Talmon's interesting, right? I don't actually think the design is that great because... And this might be my cultural background, but it's obviously really, really, really heavily reliant on 
a, the Japanese cultural influence. Yeah. Which I don't get. It's just not my thing, right? So I look at it and I go, well, that sure is... That, that sure is Renamon in, you know, traditional outfit with a big paintbrush. Maybe a mask, or just maybe their face is real weird. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I like the spinning, though. That that was more dynamic movement that I really liked. We're on to Postmon Pat. Okay, we got a Gmail from Chuckmon. They say that they're enjoying the overall pace of Tamers. It's not super fast, but it's not slow. Our 16 episodes of Real World Adventures and the Davis wanted to rule the Earth um, brings up questions about what's wrong with the digital world. I'm actually really interested to see what's going on there. Because if the bull monster is saying, you know, come back to the digital world, it can't be so screwed up like in Try. Spoilers. Oops. Either way. Um, we still don't know what's going on in the digital world in It's all Try. red and weird. Uh, they're going to say that they like Takata being excited and wanting to patrol. Um, their team flag, Impmon wanting to join, Rika throwing Henry the phone so he can call, call Gogglehead. Uh, and Ruki giving Renamon the drink and Kenta singing. Um, but they're sick of peanut butter jokes in the dub. I don't know, peanut butter is something that you that has longevity as a humorous device. Just look at Overwatch and Winston. He loves peanut butter. Um, um, and they're enjoying the ge- geographical accuracy, and they want to go on a Digimon tour of Tokyo, which is something I'm pretty sure May wants to do as well. Yeah, we're doing it. And I desperately don't want to do that. Because <laughs> what? You go to a place where Digimon fought once. That's um, cool. They say that uh, Sindiramon is better than Sand uh, Sandiramon. God, they have the same names. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't talk and is creepier. Um, they're guessing that Cho Sensei is Jen's martial arts instructor since Terramon was doing martial arts on the train. Which is interesting because who would have taught Terramon? You that implies that Jen has been teaching Terramon martial arts, which seems like a terrible idea. Um. Uh, they suggest that maybe we move the DigiNews segment. Which and we, we did. did. Thank you for the suggestion. And they're enjoying my Patreon fanfiction, which I should still need to write um, chapter 4 for, because I've been really lazy slash doing assignments. We have from DJ Enelep. Is that how that? Or is it DJ Enelep? Or DJ Enelep? Whatever. They all sound good. <laughs> they say, anyway... We wanted, they wanted uh, to wait until after we uh, had gotten to the next evolutions before writing in, but they always believed that people thought Jen was a rival or second in command to Takato because they both have the CGI terrible, uh, the terrible CGI transformation, whereas Ruki doesn't. Well, that's oddly specific. Um, that no, that's I, I can actually see that because I can't. Well, Just... Garurumon to where Garurumon was CGI, and Greymon to Metal Greymon was CGI, but no one else was. I guess if I recall correctly. Wait, to war, to war Greymon and Metal Garurumon? No, to their to their perfect levels. Right. Everyone else got animated, see, like you know, evolutions to perfect, and then the two main the rivals got. CGI. They say that personally they preferred um, they were just signaling who the strongest Digimon was supposed to be. Um, Ties and Mats had the CJ animation and so did Davis and Ken's um, and they have the strongest and they have the strongest one. So yeah. <laughs> um, also their brother was listening um, with them when I asked uh, why does no one make fun of Jury? Uh, his response was they thought it was because her dad was in the Yakuza. <laughs> they don't remember that. Um, they don't remember that. So they're wondering if uh, I remember the show better. Oh no, he being the brother remembers the show better than him, or uh, he's crazy and this is his thought ca- uh, head cannon. Um, they don't know. May history is dead in the Yakuza. That actually sounds really familiar. So I think he actually might be hinted to be part of the Yakuza. We're gonna see him. He's gonna be covered in tattoos. We're like, oh. I I think maybe 
But that's that's like a a good theory of why no one's picking on the little girl with the dog puppet because no one wants to get killed. Uh, and we got one from Ashley from Podigious who says, A, the owl is the best character and they seem very excited about the Davas. The Davas! Right, that's it. Not a personal excitement, just an excitement for that particular line. The Davas! I understand how to write things. Um, not write things, read things. God, it's late. Um, and they say that my observation about the rooster slash owl Deva not caring about the kids is interesting, but they don't know if that it's enough to actually redeem the episode in any way. Um, they agree with May that if you ask them to watch it twice, they'd probably be like, Dear God, please no. Um, though, being on episode 46 of Tamers uh, Now for Prodigious, they do have to say that a silly rooster episode is one of the episodes they do remember most vividly from the first half of the series. That is, mm, I think that's a really good way of phrasing it. I mean, from my perspective, looking optimistically forward, because mm. that implies the first half is the worst half. Which would be really I, I nice. I would say that. I, I, I was worried about you not liking Tamers because the first half is is pretty slow. Oh, that makes me feel good. Uh, mostly because Owl is the best. Uh, the Digimon being adorable and Immon becoming a part of the group for a bit, even if that doesn't make total sense. Um, so they guess we win. Episode uh, No, won't we? You win. Oh, it's hard to pass these um, contexts. So they guess... Um, like, you win, episode 16, you win. And they give up, I guess, that speaks to the overall goodness of Tamers. Which it kind of does, for an episode that, I don't know, if you think about it, doesn't make, it's not, isn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. It's still good, though. Like, what is the chicken powering up for? It doesn't seem to care about the kids, even though its religion should say kill the kids. Also, I get, rec- I've been recommended to read Fruits Basket. You should, you should read Fruits Basket. I'm surprised you haven't. I have some of the manga. I have, like, the first... Like, 12? Well, that seems like enough for me to start. I think there's 20. Okay. I stopped buying them because they're still... They're like $20 each. It's annoying. I I bought uh, number four of One Punch Man the other day. Yeah. Just because I will eventually get them all. Because I love that series so much. Yeah. But manga's way more expensive than it should be. Yeah. Hey, look. Regular comic books are more expensive than they should be. But A, they're printed in color. And B, they're larger. Yeah, I want to get the Pokemon Adventures manga. There's so many of them. them. Pokemon Adventures manga. Like the original one? Yeah, but it's but by original it's ongoing it's still going what it they started how many books has it got a lot they have seasons it's in like each season is like 40 volumes oh jesus but it, it's it's season very 20 coming soon no it's it's an ongoing thing and they go through all the ca- all like the all the regions with the main characters and sometimes red still shows up oh red's so cool onto facebook we have a message from Elijah who says that they believe the reasons that the Tamers didn't use the Digivolution cards at first is because the Tamers needed to satisfy certain requirements before being able to Digivolve. If only we knew what those were. Plot! <laughs> God, it's just the script. It's the script coming back. On Reddit, Dak What's that over there? Is it the, the script? script? <laughs> On to Reddit, Dak and Jaxter says, Vegeramon and Renamon took so long to start talking. Did they get lost? I'm like, yes, probably. No, they just had the same conversation for nine hours. And Digimon have different cultural backgrounds than humans do. So when you ask the same question and get the same answer over and over again because they're digital, they're just going to ask it over and over I th- again. I think he kept on calling her attractive and she kept on running off. <laughs> just ch- But no, but she went with him willingly. She would have just gone back to Rookie. Then Dak and Jaxter asks us when we'll be watching and covering the Battle Adventures movie. It's like three weeks from now. And... I, I, I thought I'd answered this before on the show, but maybe I hadn't. So I have a little schedule and timeline that I've written up here. And so what we have is 
on in ep- for episode 67, so that's in two episodes, we're going to be covering episode 21, 22, and 23, and this will be released on the 27th of August. The following episode, which is episode 68, will be Battle of Adventures, and we'll be releasing that a bit earlier than, than usual, because we're going to Japan the next week, and that'll be released on the 1st of September. So then we go to Japan from the 2nd of September to 17th of, of September, and then episode 69 comes out when, um, when we're back, and that will be released on the 24th of September. And then hopefully we're covering Tri Chapter 3. So yeah, we're covering Battle Adventures in a few weeks after we we finish episode 23. And the reason that I've uh, separated like this is because of how it goes in the plot, and I thought that this would be the best place to put that that movie. Oh, the plot's getting me again. It's making me watch another episode. But it's also no one's sure if it's canon. The movie? Yep. I guess I'll make a judgment and that will be canon. Yeah, if it's good, it's canon. <laughs> Not necessarily, just if it makes sense. Um, just a bit of a warning, I super cried when I first watched the Battle of Adventures movie. What? I cried like a baby. What? Absolutely could not stop crying. How many people die? No, no, no people die. Oh. It's just, it's really sad. No people? If, if you, if like, if you, if you don't like feel like crying a little bit after watching this, you probably don't have a heart. Oh, I didn't cry after, I didn't cry no, at all during Clan It's sadder than Clan Everyone said it's the most heartbreaking thing in the world and I watched it and I got to the end and I said, when? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's sad. So I hope that answers your question. So soon we'll be covering in a few weeks and hopefully Jay cries because then he can have a heart. It is heartbreaking and it hurts a lot. Is it Wizardmon? Because everyone cared about Wizardmon's Wizardmon. Wizardmon's not in... I think, don't think he's in it. Everyone cared about Wizardmon. And then I got there and I said, why? There's a dog in it. Dogs. Yes. I love dogs. If the dog dies, I'm going to be upset at you. Alright guys, join us for the next episode of Spider Manga. Um, Impmon's Last Stand. Or, we would like to become strong. Rise, Impmon! What? Random! That's what it says. Okay. And, out of the blue. Or, this is the trump card. Blue card of friendship. There's another- Oh my god, there's a blue card for Impmon. What? (laughs) This- They just swipe it in his buns. (laughs) No. For Weekly Wonders this week, I'm going to say two things, because why, Because I, I, I invent the rules, and sure, this is my podcast, and I'll cry if I want to. Right. So I want to recommend, first of all, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, but it's, it's enjoyable, but I feel like a lot of things happen purely because the plot says they happen. Yep. And that we, we just had a discussion on why that's bad. But I still felt like it was enjoyable. I feel like I grew up with the best time for Harry Potter. When there had been four books out, and you could catch up on them, and then there would be more books yeah, coming later. No, wh- no, I'm saying, when the when the first books came out, I was still at the age when my parents were reading to me in bed. Okay, I yeah. was a bit later than that. Yeah, so, th- so I, it was it was like in the 90s when they started reading, like because I, I was still a, still a little kid. And then as I grew up, I started reading them on my own. Like, my parents would start reading to me in bed, and then I'd finish the, the book, like that, that chapter off by myself and then as I got older it was just me you can weed all by your own self. yeah so it was a very it's 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 something that sort of like grew up with me like the last book came out when I was st- I had just started high school I believe I was 14 something like, that. something like that and the first book came out when I was a little kid so it sort of it grew up it sort of I grew up with it into a teenager through this book series and the fact that there's another one coming out and a movie that's great no oh I really enjoyed it. I wasn't even going to buy it, and I was just kind of like, eh, may as well. And I super want to see the play. Also, I'm saying No Man's Sky, because that just came out, and it's basically the destiny that everybody wanted. What about you? 
Uh, I played a lot of Rainbow Six Siege because I've been really enjoying just defending a room against, you know, just dudes with explosives and stuff trying to get you, or alternatively kicking through windows and trying to get people that way. It's a lot of fun. And not having a blood nose. No, shut up. I was trying to hide it. I'm bleeding everywhere is the problem, and I'm trying to act professional, and it's not working. There is just something really fun about your opponents have put up a giant steel plate on one side of a wall so that you can't blow through it, and then you play the guy who has the thermite and just blow through it anyway and just laugh at them. It's a good time. Uh, and also, it just feels good to shoot dudes. I don't know. It's a good. I wish it had a story mode because I really enjoyed Rainbow Six Vegas and Rainbow Six Vegas 2. I liked them more especially because they were um, third person, mm-hmm. which was something that... I really loved about those. But this one, this one's really good. Um, I wish I had a group of four other players that I could speak to. Because I feel like if you could coordinate assaults in that game, it would be disgustingly fun. Yeah. So the link dumped will be dis- linked in the description, as always. And you can contact us and stay updated. You can email us at lostintranslationmod@gmail.com, Or you can comment on this episode or message us on SoundCloud. You can follow us on at TranslationMod on Twitter and on Vine. And you can find us on Lost in Translation on a Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. We have a discussion thread on With the Will and a Reddit thread on the Digimon subreddit. And we'd really appreciate it if you were to review us on iTunes and or Stitcher. Uh, we want to thank our Patreon supporters very much, in fact. Uh, we got Stevie, who hosts a podcast with another supporter, Sam Krieger, called The Moncast, which talks about Pokemon and Digimon. Uh, together. Uh, Wu Qinglong, who you can find at twitch.tv forward slash Wu Qinglong. Metal Mamemon, Joe, Penguin Mage, Anime Guy, who you can find at Anime Guy Kurosaki and the number one on YouTube. Chuckmon, Ishpal Bamba, Hiro Alato, who you can find at Hiro Alato on Twitter. Jason Morosky, Frost Magic, who you can find it at Frost Magic on Twitter. Stephen Reeves, who is at Wildwing64 on Twitter. Kaidawashi, Mac, Noam, and Aiden. We're almost at our next Patreon milestone, where we upload podcast episodes to YouTube. Um, when we meet the milestone, we will also play the Adventure Zero Two board game, which I really don't want to do, but I will. Uh, and we'll do a dramatic reading of May's, of Young May's bad self-insert fanfiction, which is... Only, like, half a step down from the one I'm writing. <laughs> wow, you think that, that well of that highly of me. Or maybe you just don't oh, think highly of yourself. That was what I was going yeah. for. You can also make a one-off donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. Make sure to let us know it's for the podcast. I believe when you give money through PayPal, there's, like, a description thing, so just write in, this is for Lost in Translation Mon, or podcast, or Digimon podcast, or something, just so we know where it's from. Or we're going to Japan soon, so you can write for ramen if you really want. Yes, buy us ramen, please. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we'll see you guys next week, and maybe Jay won't have a blood nose at the end. It's going it was, everywhere. It was polite to wait until the outro, though, at least, so That's you got to give it that. All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.